using one of four different hashtags. And so overall, what did your analysis find regarding negative hashtags? And did you perform an analysis of the negative hashtags from April 2020 until January 2022? Yes, I did. And what was the result of that? There were over another million, so you know, 2.38 million, I think. And how did you determine that the tweets were negative about Ms. Heard? Well, we, uh, you know, I hadn't been asked that until no, we, uh, later on in this, but I, I didn't think that that would be in controversy. I mean, some of these hashtags we, uh, are, are, are pretty rude, and uh, it, it, it would really surprise me that anyone would think that they wouldn't be negative towards Ms. Heard. But when, um, when I was asked about it later, I um, actually took a random sampling and looked at them and, and could not find any that were not negative towards Ms. Heard. And what was the random sampling that you used? I did two of them, they were a thousand each. And how did you determine which thousand uh, tweets to use in, to review in each search? I wrote a program that truly selected them at random. And in, in your experience, uh, is 2,000 tweets- Wrote a program. If they're chosen at random in this, in this universe, yes. Okay. We back at it. In addition it. to the four hashtags for Miss Heard, did you um, review any other, did you look at any other hashtags? I did. And what hashtags did what type of hashtags did you look for? Ooh, I looked look at, at her. what I found to be six She's hashtags confident. that would be negative towards Mr. Depp. Okay, but Michelle, could you put up um, look the at monster her hair. one? Amber Heard, look at Amber's hair. Which is hair. the fifth page of Mr. Hit the like button on the way in, ball smack time soil. Expert designation. Um, Mr. Mr. Schnell, did you create this chart? I did. And what data is this chart based on? This is based on the um, the search API from Twitter, and it rolls up um, the number of tweets with the various hashtags by month of, each, of the, these two years. Three, yeah, three years. Your Honor, I'd like to I'd make this a demonstrative Schnell, uh, Schnell demonstrative one. Or do you want it to be a... If I could get it one of the numbers since it's going to be part of the record, just... Okay. Um, can, can we call it Chanel Demonstrative 1 and then I will give you a number? I, well, the, the last number I have is 1837. I don't know if... Do we know if that's the last... Uh, can we that? make it... Can we... About we make it 1900? 1900. That way it's not... How, can we just make it 1900? That's perfect. Okay. All right. 1900 it is. Any objections to Demonstrative? No, Your Honor. All right. You can publish that. And is this the is this the, the chart you made, uh, Mr. Schnell? It is. Okay. And the at the top here, there are hashtags that are in yellow. You see that? I do. Seven the gentlemen. Okay. What's if we good? Go all the way to the to the right. Um, well, first let's let's scroll over to the left here. I, I apologize. You see, in 2020, there's the months of June and July. I do. Okay. And what are, what are these columns first tell the jury what they represent? So each of these is the number of tweets with the hashtags, um, with the corresponding hashtag during that month. Okay. And if we look at the first one in yellow, uh, you see that first hashtag, the fourth one over? I do. And are, are there any, what does it show from 2018, frankly, to July of 2020? There were there were none, and then what happens in August of 2020? 
Um, well, there's a remarkable jump from July to August of 2020. It goes from zero to 13,878. And if we scroll to the right, the last three hashtags, uh, in which are highlighted or show the difference between June and July, what, what did your analysis show? Well, you can see that June is, is about at its steady state. Um, in July, there's also a remarkable jump. And that's for all three of those hashtags? That's correct. Okay. And the, and the hashtags, if we, if the hashtags that are in blue are the ones related to, to Mr. Depp, correct? Correct. Okay. Oh, by the way, what is your understanding of when the last alleged defamatory statement was made by Mr. Depp through Mr. Waldman? My understanding is that it was the end of June of okay. that year. Of 2020? Yes. Now, looking at the hashtags that are highlighted in blue for Mr. Depp, for the months of November, December, November and December of 2018 and January of 2019, what did your analysis, what does your analysis show? Well, I see a, a, a remarkable jump in November of 2018. Joe Blast um, in the building. And, and, and then it starts to, well, it goes way down in December of, nine, of 18 and January of 19. Okay. And do you know when Ms. Heard wrote the op-ed in this matter? My understanding it was is that it was December of 2018. Okay. And if we go to November of 2020 for the hashtags related to Mr. Depp, um, if you see the difference between October of 2020 and November of 2020, what do you see there? I also see a large jump from October to November of 2020. Okay. And if we look at the um, last hashtag in blue that says Johnny Depp is a wife beater. What does that show in terms, what did your analysis find in terms of tweets with that, those hashtags? It looks to me that also, I mean, there are none uh, prior to, well, little here and there, there are single digit ones, but prior to November of 2020, there are basically none. And then it jumps up to over 2000. And do you know what happened in November of 2020? My understanding is that's when the UK trial ended. Okay, we can take this down. And can you put up um, demonstrative two, which will make 1901, if it, which will identify as 1901. That's fine, 1901. Any objection? No, Your Honor. All right, 1901 can be published. It's up. And Mr. Mr. Banya, um, what is what data? M. Keller, what's up on? with it? Oh, I did the same thing. Mr. Schnell, what data is this chart based on? Uh, this chart is actually based on the data we, um, we got a smart motherfucker on the stand at, right uh, now. Until that's why um, Amber is confident. January 2022. Amber is um, confident it's, today. It's just another way of displaying the numbers in graphical form. She got a so killer up there. Peaks and valleys. And what are the what are the dotted what are the dotted lines? So if you look at the top, you can you can see um, that the dashed lines are uh, the negative uh, hashtags towards Ms. Heard, and the solid ones are the negative hashtags towards Mr. Depp. And, and what do you, what is being shown here? What do you, in Beautiful. your analysis? What is shown with the uh, tweets related to Ms. Heard? Um, well, you can see that there's a huge uh, spike in February of 2020, which I believe uh, Mr. Waldman just testified that 
that's when he leaked an audio tape of some kind. There's also um, a notable, remarkable spike in July of 2020. In November of 2020, and then in March of 2021. And the spike in February 2020. Um, Damn. I didn't know they could do this type of shit. That came before the alleged defamatory statements, correct? Oh, Which one? Wow. The, sorry, the spike in, in yeah February 2020. That is correct. They and even though that spike came in before the uh, alleged defamatory statements, um, even taking account for that spike, what time period has more negative tweets about Ms. Heard before or after April 2020? Right. So e- even taking into account this this really large spike in February 2020, and, and you look at from the beginning of 2018 until the beginning of 2022, there are uh, a majority of the negative tweets are between April of 2020 through the uh, beginning of 2022. Hit the likes on the way in. Do you recall um, at your deposition being asked that that a spike in negative hashtags occurring before April 8th, right before April 8th, 2020 objection hearsay. I would oh. ask about his attorney. Overruled. Good. I, I remember questions regarding particular dates. Yes. And what's your understanding as to why there was um, more uh, negative tweets in April 6th and April 7th than April 8th, 2020? Objection. No foundation. Was there more negative tweets? In April sixth, on April sixth and April seventh, and in April eighth, twenty twenty, as it relates to Ms. Heard. Right. If you if you look at the day by day counts, which I supplied to Mr. Depp, and, um, you can see that this, there's a, a spike that begins on April sixth uh, and goes for a few days. So on April sixth is, to my understanding, before um, what people are calling the alleged defamatory statement. And did you look at? the tweets for April 6th and April 7th? I did. And what did you find? I found uh, that there are uh, Waldman statements that are the same as on the 8th, on the 6th, and the 7th. Um, the the uh, Daily Mail on the 6th and um, Vanity Fair on the 7th. And what, term, what terms were being used? Um, a, well, hoax is certainly used in, in each of them. Um, I think abuse hoax is used in one of them. I, I don't have it in front of me, but generally speaking, the sa- in the seventh, I think it's the same exact terms that are used in the one on the eighth, but the sixth may be slightly different, but it has the word hoax. Okay. If we can go to the second page of this uh, demonstrative. What's being shown in the second page of this demonstrative? So this is generally, it's the same data as the first one, but I've removed uh, one hashtag, the justice for Johnny Depp hashtag because it kind of overwhelms all the others because there are so many of them. And by removing it, it sort of rescales the graph and you can see the others <laughs> much better. And even though they looked really tiny in the in the uh, previous page, you can see that they're big numbers, you know, over a hundred thousand and stuff. So um oh this really this shows and, and if you look between the two you can see that the the curves are the same. So it shows like a, a mathematical correlation uh, between all the hashtags. So what do you mean by mathematical correlation? Well, they're correlated. You can see the, the numbers. Super clever, seven gentlemen. Super clever. Place. Super clever. So, 
So I'm understanding the hashtags are essentially all going up and down at the same times? Correct. Okay. Super Thank clever. You. And can we put up uh, the monster? Look, at, look at Amber. Oh, my gosh. Your confidence is flooding <laughs> into a bitch. Yes, thank you. Confidence is flooding into a bitch. Nine is a demonstrative. Oh, look. Mr. Schnell, did you create this chart? I did. And and what, what does this chart show? So what I did was I, I took the data that I supplied uh, to Mr. Depp, uh, which was the original data from April of 2020 through January of 2021, and I searched it uh, for certain key terms, um, specifically hoax, fake, and fraud. And that's, that's what it's representing, the top part anyway. And the top part, if you look at the, for hoax, fake, and fraud within the, and this is within the negative hashtags or it's misheard? Right, this is only searching through the ones that have one of these four hashtags in them. Okay, and, and if you look at the total, oops, I'm putting that in black, let's clear that. Oh, you saw the line there. What's the total number of um, times it was used in the in the negative tweets, either hoax, fake, or fraud? 81,121. And did you perform any other searches on the data? Yes. And what, what searches did you perform? So I also looked in that same data um, for references to Waldman by itself, or Wald, and then followed by anything, followed by Mignon or Minions, Minion, depending how you want to pronounce it, sort of a portmanteau of Waldman and Filet Mignon, I guess, or Minions, um, and looked for those in, in the same data. And in terms of the percentage of the amount of times Waldman or Waldmignon was used in the negative hashtags from April 2020 through, is it January 2021? The percent? Uh, yeah, what's the percentage? Yeah, so I found over 25% of the negative hashtag tweets, or one out of every four on average, had either uh, Waldman or Waldman Young. And I see you ran searches for hoax, fake, fraud, rather than abuse hoax in quotes or sexual violence hoax in quotes. Why, why didn't you run those searches? Objection compound. Overruled. So I, um, so if I, if I put them in quotes like that, say say abuse hoax in quotes, that would require that it show up in exactly that way with the same spacing and the same order. So if it said something like there was abuse and there was a hoax, it wouldn't get caught. Um, so if I take the quotes out and search for them separately, search for things separately, I'll, that'll cover it and make sure that I catch everything. And. Based on your analysis of, of these searches within the ha negative hashtags, um, what are the what are the results of these searches mean? Well, um, obviously, I can't read what's in people's minds, but um, you know, when when I read the um, the disclosure of Mr. Depp's expert, Mr. Banya, he stated that if these terms, uh, particularly the Waldman Wald, uh, Waldman term, um, objection were, hearsay, he's an expert. No overrule. If, if these terms had shown up um, a lot of times in the negative hashtag tweets, then that could show that um, they were, you know, paraphrasing the impetus of um, why people tweeted these. So I sort of adopted uh, Mr. Banya's opinion on that, 
and um, found this large number. So I, I agree with, with Mr. Depp's expert that this could show um, a substantial correlation. And to what level of confidence do you hold the opinions you just provided to the jury? To a reasonable degree of scientific certainty. Uh, thank you, Mr. Schnell. I have no further questions. All right, cross-examination. Amber tried to bring in some killers. Uh, sir, this is the first time that you've testified as an expert as in the field of statistical and forensic analysis of social media, isn't it? I've, I've consulted on litigation for it, but it never got to testimony. That's correct. This is your first testimony. Testimony, yes. First, this man, is, this is breaking ground. You've never ground. been involved in a defamation case before. That's correct. Okay. And you're being compensated for your time here today and the work you did, correct? Berkeley Research Group is being compensated, okay. yes. At $600 an hour. That's what they're getting paid. Right. Um, and you're aware that Mr. Depp is being sued based on allegedly defamatory statements. What are the dates of those statements? I, um, my understanding is it's, um, there was something around April 8th, I believe April 27th and June 24th, somewhere in the end of June. Okay. Um, so, and where do you understand those statements to have resided? In the public media. In any particular uh, article or? I, I didn't consider that. All right. So you're not offering an opinion on how widely the articles that contain those statements were read? That's correct. And you're not offering an opinion as to how many people actually saw the language that's been attributed to Mr. Waldman? Only a, a minimum number of people who could have seen it based on the tweets that referenced him. Okay. Um, and you don't know even where those references appear in the articles? I'm not sure what you mean. Uh, the, there are statements by Mr. Waldman that appear in articles. Do you understand that? I do. Do you know in what portion of the articles the statements appear? I've looked at the articles, and um, from that I, I've seen where they appear. And, that, and where, in general, do they appear? In the middle, the end, what's your sense? That I'm not sure of. I mean, the, the ones I looked at on the 6th and 7th, I think they were towards the top. All right. So you testified that you reviewed a, a number of hashtags that you deemed were negative towards misheard. That's right? Yes. Yeah. And the, the four you picked, at least the negative ones, Justice for Johnny Depp, that's from one of them, right? That's right. Amber Heard is an abuser, that's one of them? That is one of them. We just don't like you, Amber, that's one of them? That is one of them. And the last one was Amber Turd, right? That is, an, that is another one. Okay. Um, What's happening? These four hashtags you identified and searched for, you have no, you don't believe they have any connection or you testified that you have no connection to these three Waldman statements. The hashtags aren't, aren't connected to Waldman, right? Well, I did an additional analysis that did show how many of those had Waldman 
connected to them, and I found that one out of four of them did. Right. But when you were deposed, you were asked whether whether these were related, these particular hashtags were related to any of the Walman statements, and, and you said no at that time. I said more than that. I, I did. I said I, I said I didn't know, and then and then I said um, I'm basing my. Uh, I, I'm looking at Mr. Banya's opinion, where he says they would be if they were in large number, and I'm, I'm adopting his opinion and agreeing with him that they must be connected. So, so you're adopting an opinion that hasn't been rendered in this case yet by anybody but you. Well, I know that Mr. Banya has testified. Okay. Uh, what I'm saying is I know that Mr. Banya, Mr. Banya's disclosure says that he is expected to come to that opinion. All right. But the only person who's ever expressed this opinion today in this courtroom is you, correct? I, w I wouldn't know. So, I haven't watched everything. I've watched a bit. So but you're, you're adopting your own opinion? Um, no, I'm adopting the opinion that I read in Mr. Banya's disclosure. Right. And that's not the opinion you had during your deposition? Tone is changing. I think I did make reference His in my tone is changing to, on it. Uh, what Mr. Banya said and, and that I agreed with it. All right. And you indicated in deposition you didn't take into account statements made in the media, correct? Made in what? I couldn't hear. You, you said you did, you did not take into account in your analysis statements made in the media. Media. Um, yes, in the analysis where I gathered data and decided which data to gather, I did not take into account statements in the media. All right. You, so you looked at data, you produced charts, you did analysis relating to the data, but you had no reason at the time you did this to consider any particular statements. Isn't that true? That's true. I think that's a, a, an appropriate scientific methodology to not, uh, to first get, gather as much data as possible and then drill down on the data. All right. And the Twitter data you collected shows that the four hashtags you, would, you identified were in existence before Mr. Waldman made the first statement in April 2020, right? That's correct. Right. In very small number. But, but justice for Johnny Depp has been around since 2013, correct? Um, that sounds correct. Yeah. Amber Heard is an abuser, and Amber Turd first appeared in 2016, correct? I don't recall, actually. Right. Do you recall if there was any portion quote, of hashtags in court? I never thought any I reference it. to Amber Turd. Amber Turd being right. said in court. Amber uh, Turd. People can form a negative view of Mr. Amber without Turd. reading Mr. Waldman's statements. Correct. People can form a negative opinion. Of Amber Turd. Anything. That's correct. And you didn't consider whether there was. <clears throat> negative publicity around misheard other than the Waldman statements? Well, my, what I did was to report on uh, correlation uh, with, with these hashtags and certain search terms in particular. I wasn't trying to read anyone's mind as to why they use them. Right. You didn't form any opinion that of, of the million tweets, million plus tweets that you looked at, um, were connected in some way to Mr. Waldman's statements. I did eventually, yes. You, you didn't. You did eventually after you read somebody else's report relative to testimony that hasn't been given here. Well, I did it before my deposition. All right. 
you uh, have a demonstrative that uh, council played for you. Can we put up uh, plaintiff's uh, 1901 again? This is yours, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, the biggest spikes, by far the biggest spikes here, are attributable to what hashtag? Justice for Hit the like hashtag. button on the way in. And there are spikes that existed uh, considerably in a, before Mr. Waldman's statement. You were asked about that by counsel? One of them did. That was the date that Mr. Waldman leaked uh, the audio tape. It, it, the biggest spike was before the statements. Right, the date he leaked the audio. And then there were many statements that, um, or, or there are many hashtags, or uses of the hashtag, that follow the statements. You'll have to be more specific. Well, so you, you looked at a million two of these hashtags, right? Right. In your chart, didn't 980,000 of these plus belong to justice for Johnny Depp? That sounds about right. You'd have to show me, but I, I, I'll take your word for it. All right. But the vast majority of them were justice for Johnny Depp. A majority of them were. Well, it, it wasn't the majority so large that you had to draw another chart? The reason for drawing another chart is, is because the numbers were high at particular points, so you wouldn't be able to see the other hashtags. Right. Literally, this is your chart, and, and all of the other activity at the bottom you can barely see in comparison to the hashtag justice for Johnny Depp. Right. As I testified, you can barely see them because of the spikes in the justice for Johnny Depp hashtag, but the but when you look at the other chart, you can see that those others are still very large. Numbers. Justice for so Johnny Depp. You're not offering any opinion as to what caused these spikes. That's correct. Right. So you're, you're not opining as to why these spikes are there. I'm only talking about correlation. Right. You're talking about a mathematical connection. That's right. Right. Um, and, you're, and you don't purport to be in anybody's head such that you know why they did uh, a particular post with a particular hashtag. That's correct. All right. uh, there's a second spike that appears to be in July of 2020. Um, yes, the, the pointer was pointing to a different one, but yes. Yeah. Um, were you aware there was a trial in the, in the UK in 2020? I'm aware. And in July. Um, you're saying it was in July? No, but we, as of that, the time of that spike, there was there was uh, publicity around a trial, correct? I don't know how much publicity there was. I, I know the trial was going on then. All right. There are a number of things called out in your chart. Um, relative to particular dates, December 17th, February 11th, February 14th. You, you see all those? I do. And there, you, your chart makes absolutely no reference to and does not identify the dates of any of the Waldman statements, does it, sir? Not, no, it doesn't call those out, if that's no. what you're asking. It, it calls out a whole bunch of other dates, but nothing 
relative to the Waldman statements. Correct. All right. All right. At some time, at some point, uh, you ran searches for additional search terms: uh, hoax, fraud. I, I think you said fake. Um, and then I like you this. You don't know why those. I terms like this analysis. Do you? I'm not sure what you mean by that question. I like this guy on the stand. Are you I like what he does. You for could a not living. perform a scientific analysis of the reason why these th those terms appeared in that in the tweets you were looking at. Right. I could only show mathematical correlation. Right. You could show a correlation, but but you don't have any idea why they're there. I I can't get into people's heads. Right. And just because the tweet contains one of the terms, does not mean the tweet was in some way prompted by Mr. Waldman. Right. Well. There, there are a few things I searched for, the ones you just mentioned, and then the, the Waldman and Waldman-Yon uh, terms. So, you know, it's not that big a stretch to say that it's related to, to Mr. Waldman if it's his name and Waldman-Yon or Minion. Wait a minute. Is, is, is the new standard it's not that big a stretch? No. Right, I'm trying to speak. Scientific I'm trying certainty, to right? Yes. All right. So you're not suggesting that you know why Mr. Waldman's name appear in, in any of these tweets? Well, if you look at if you look at the tweets that have Waldman Yon, you know, and I, and I looked at a, a large sample of them. Um, Wait, you, just a large sample was uh, two thousand out of a million two. No, I looked at more than that okay. of, of these, but um, that's another thing that I wouldn't expect to be in controversy. Um, you know. When people are saying that they're part of the wild minions or, th or things like that, um, I would expect everybody to agree without arguing that it has to do with Mr. Waldman. And nobody asked whether it had Mr. to do with Mr. Waldman. I, I'm wondering, how do you know that it had anything to do with Mr. Waldman's statements? But I was under the impression, I was informed that nobody really knew who Mr. Waldman was before all of this. So I wouldn't expect it to be anything else. I didn't think it was in controversy. It wasn't in controversy whether everyone knew who Mr. Waldman was. Is that your testimony? No, I'm saying no. it wasn't in controversy that um, that if somebody was suddenly talking about him, that it had to do with this case. All right, but again, it's not. Did it have to do with these, this case? It's did it have to do with the allegedly defamatory statements? You have no idea, do you, sir? I can't get into anyone's mind. I can only talk about the science of it. Right. Um. And so you identified all of these uh, hashtags as, as, as negative towards misheard, right? Right. Justice for Johnny Depp is not negative towards misheard, is it? No, but the tweets. That's, she shit it in his bed because are. she's an evil no, the ass bitch. Itself, and that was her first the, thought. The, the hashtag that predominates through your analysis. And she thought that shit was funny too, though. Like negative towards Miss. That's Hurt. the other part of that. I'm not talking. Her not and another motherfucker thought itself. it was I'm funny. The tweets that contain <laughs> that hashtag. But the hashtag itself is not negative. That's not part of my opinion, one way or the other. But. Do you have an opinion as to whether justice for Johnny Depp is a good thing? <laughs> That's not part of my assignment. 
Okay, but you'll agree with me justice in general is a good thing? Big fan of justice. All right, me too. No further questions. All right, redirect. Okay, yes, sir. Um, you, Mr. Schnell, you reviewed um, a, a large sampling of tweets of justice for Johnny Depp, correct? I did. And the, tw and the tweets that had the hashtag justice for Johnny Depp, how many of them were negative toward Ms. Heard? All of them. Okay. Um, and what percentage of the tweets with negative hashtags between April 2020 and January 31st, 2021 contain the terms Waldman or Waldman Yon? Over. Overruled, a lot. Over 25%. One out of four. And in your analysis, how far in time do the tweets containing the terms Waldman or Waldman Yon go? Like how far to, to now? Well, Beyond the scope of cross. He was asking about. Overruled. Um, so I, I think I disclosed at my deposition that I, that I looked further into um, 2022 and um, found that it continued to go on. I don't, didn't see any end to it at all. And based on your analysis, again, what period of time had more negative tweets against Ms. Heard before or after April 2020? It was clearly um, double as many from April to 2021. And that's even including the- February I love this analysis. Spike, that's right. So that's which, and that happened before April, obviously. So even if you put that in there, it's still a lot more after Damn, Aurori. Of, uh, What's up with it? I hope I said that right. Months in that time period. I think there are 20 or 15 months in that time period. Shout out Broadside. I forgot to holler. Yeah, shout out. Shout and out Broadside. Based on your analysis, what, if any, end do you see to the negative tweets toward Ms. Hurt? Objection, no foundation. Based on his analysis up until the time? I'll sustain the objections. Okay. Did you see any... Based on your analysis, did you, at the end of the time of your of your analysis, what was happening with the negative tweets toward Ms. Heard? To continue to go on. Okay. Mr. Chanel, after your cross-examination, have any of your opinions in this matter changed? No, they've not. Thank you. Nothing. All right. All right. So you can have a seat in the courtroom or you're free to go. Okay, sir. Thank you. All right. Your next witness. Okay, sure. I like that analysis. I was feeling that. I didn't know they could get up into you like that and go through Twitter and look at the hashtags. You know, the boss back top soil be using the hashtags, man. I was pleasing to see how they did that. They revealed. This trial has revealed so much game on many levels. Niggas need to tap in, man. This trial. This trial has revealed a lot of game, man, that you could soak and take into your body and see, man. Like I'm trying to tell you, man, uh, hey, it's a beautiful thing, man. I'm noticing. Niggas can learn. I didn't know they going. Hey. Get the likes up when you come in. Hit the like. You know, we need all of that. We need all of that. Oh, man. This is, hey, man. Uh, hey, man. Pretty dope. You know, it's ups and downs in this, man. You know what I'm saying? Some of these people are more exciting than others, you know. But, you know, overall, it's just a good vibe, man, seeing the analysis, man. I fuck with this analysis, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. 
Shout out everybody in the chat. Let a nigga know where you're coming from. Let check in. Let me know what city you, you you're tapping in from, man. You know what I'm talking about. And um, hey, let me know if you fucking with that analysis, man. If you thought that analysis, the the you thought that statistical analysis brought some good game to the table, put up a one. If you thought that statistical analysis was some bullshit, put up a two. You know what I'm saying? I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it that statistical analysis right there, man. I can't lie. I can't lie. Y'all fuck with the boss, Mac Topsoil. Tell your people to subscribe. Tell a friend. Hit the like button. Tell a friend that you fuck with boss, Mac Topsoil. Tell them to subscribe, man. We we be going live, man. I feel you, man. I feel you, seven gentlemen. I feel you on that one. A statistical analysis is cold, bro. I didn't even know they could do that. I I knew they could do that, but I didn't know they could do that. You know what I'm saying? You know. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I don't think public opinion out in the out in the air like people talking like out in the street public opinion i don't know if that matters as much as the shit that i be seeing online man when when motherfuckers be online man i think i think the public opinion i think the public opinion online is more profound it's more profound you know what i'm talking about the public opinion online is more profound you know, it just it just hit different. It hit different. Hit the like on the way in. Hit the like on the way in, man. Hit the like on the way in. They huddling up with the judge right now. They trying to they trying to make sure they trying to they huddling up with the judge right now. You know what I'm talking about? They huddling up. Camille is up there, man. I want to hear more from Camille, man. I miss Camille, man. I'm going to have to make Camille, do a Camille sale at Ball Smack Street where to acknowledge the greatness of Camille out here with the cross-examination, man, for real, for real. Right now, I want to, you know, this don't have nothing to do with nothing, but we want to shout out ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. They had a little son today. Shout out to ASAP Rocky and Rihanna. Had a little son today, man. Um, to me, that cement the greatness. Oh, look at baby. Oh, wait, wait, let me, let me, let me. Oh, shit. The greatness of ASAP Rocky is apparent. Brought a son to the table. I think that's a good, brought a young king. Shout out Camille, man. My favorite lawyer bitch in the world right now, man. They playing something? Thank you, Your Honor. We will be calling Michelle Mulrooney by deposition designation, and we start. Okay. They're doing a deposition, another deposition. I like the live shit better, man. I like the live shit better than the depositions, man. 
put up a one if you like the live shit better. Put up a two if you, you fuck with the depositions more. Put up a one if you like the live shit better. Put up a two if you fuck with the depositions. The boss back fuck with the live shit. You, you just want to spell the last name for me? Uh, it's M-U-L-R-O-O-N-E-Y. All right. state your name and address for the record. Michelle Mulrooney. Friendly or hostile? Los Angeles, California, 90067. Is it a friendly bitch or a hostile Sorry. bitch? What is your occupation? I'm a partner at Venable LLP, an attorney. Practice. I see you, you with the one. I like the live shit better my damn self. Brief description of your educational background and work history. Okay, I um, attended USC and received my undergraduate degree in 1982. And then I again attended USC and received my law degree in 1985. Um, I then worked for Gibson Dunn and Crutcher. Until seven a gentleman, I see you with the and one. I, I like the live shit. That was originally called Armstrong Hirsch. When I joined it, then later morphed into several names. Um, and then in nine, in 2011, I joined Venable LLP as a partner. Thank you. He's what a are part. your areas of practice and expertise? Um, I'm in the I'm head of the estate planning, the West Coast Estate Planning Group for Venable. Estate planning. And does that estate planning involve any aspect of marital estate planning, such as things like prenups and postnups, prenuptials, postnuptials? Yes, we frequently do prenups, cohabitation, and postnup agreements for all. Would you please briefly describe what a prenuptial and a postnuptial is? A prenuptial agreement is where spouses contract on the economics of their marriage before they are married, married, and they discuss things as the nature. They contract the things as the nature of the property, community, separate, etc., and also things like spousal support. And in a post-up, the clients do that after they're married. The same, they contract on the same issues. Do you regularly represent actors? Yes. Did there come a time when Amber Heard contacted you for representation respecting a prenup or a post-up agreement? At some point, I was contacted about an Amber Heard prenup. Ms. Mulroney, I'm going to show you what has been marked as exhibit number three. And it's an email from you to a Dana Lowry. Do you know who Dana Lowry is? Yes. And could you please tell us who Dana Lowry is? She's a family law attorney practicing in Los Angeles. And this is dated Monday, February 2, 2015. 
and says, I look forward to working with you. Please send me, this is from you, please send me the bullet points for the economics of the deal. When you are back in the office tomorrow, I will have Amber's business manager get her financial information to me ASAP. I also like to exchange two years of tax returns, but not attach them. Is this your general practice? Let me know. Think. Who did Dana Lowry represent? Johnny Depp. I take it Amber in the actual document is Amber Heard. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And if, if I just direct your attention to the top of the email where it says February 2, 2015, uh, what if anything does this do to refresh your recollection on when approximately you uh, were contacted about representing Amber Heard in connection with the prenup? It makes the approximate date more clear to me. Okay. And based on this, when approximately were you contacted to represent Amber Heard in connection with the prenup or postnup? The early part of February, the late part of January or the early part of February 2015. Hit the likes on the way in. I ask you to take a look at what has been marked as exhibit number four. And it is a, uh, an email from you to Dana Lowry, which is Mr. Depp's counsel, correct? During this time period, correct. Um, and it's dated Tuesday, February 3. And I'm going to scroll down first so we get the earliest part of it. And the first part of it is an email from Dana Lowry to you, dated February 3rd at 10.13. and says, J slash A deal points. Do you know what J slash A means? I'm going to take you, first of all, to the bottom part, which is the J slash deal points. Do you have an understanding of what J slash A means? Hit the like on the way in. I, I believe it means Johnny slash Amber deal points. Absent a prenuptial agreement or a postnuptial agreement is California what we call a common law property state? No. What is it? It's a community property state. Okay. She know that. that she know that. Generally means that all earnings after the date of marriage are Ooh. each party has an undivided fifty percent interest community in those earnings. Oh. Yes. What was your understanding of the purpose of the confidentiality agreement? very standard when you're doing a prenuptial agreement or a postnuptial agreement when either party is disclosing their assets that they ask for a confidentiality agreement. You respond on February 17, uh, Dana, I have forwarded to Amber. She is filming a movie, but hope to connect with her by the end of the week. I will keep trying to move forward. I'm asking you what you meant by I will keep trying to move forward. I assume I meant that we're 
trying to get a post-nuptial agreement signed between the parties. Hit the like button on the way in. Salute. Show you what has been marked as exhibit number seven. And I'm going to start again with going down to show you where the stream is here. And it says, Sorry, on, on February 17, that's the same email we've seen a couple times now where she, she's attaching the confidentiality agreement, telling that she'll have a draft post-nap agreement, uh, but she's getting the, the uh, signed confidentiality agreement first. And then I'm going to direct your attention to the very top part, and that is Wednesday, February 18. And it's from you to Dan Lowry, and it says, Amber is sending the signed confidentiality agreement to you, to me. I assume I will receive all the underlying financials and a list of anticipated future revenue streams and documentation pertaining thereto. <laughs> what did you mean by underlying financials and a list of anticipated future revenue streams and documentation pertaining thereto? I mean, this is typical for an actor. They have profit participations, uh, back ends. I wanted to have a list of what his future revenue would be. He might have had movies booked um, that he would render services after marriage. I just wanted to see the pro promo. What did you mean by back ends? Back end is either profit participation or royalties. Um, sometimes it's box office bonuses. You just have to look at the underlying um, agreement on each movie, TV show, etc., to to track what the revenue will be from each project. And why is that relevant? You want to know what they're going to make during the marriage. I want to know the income during the marriage. Wow. And those are all components of what they make during the wow. marriage. Wow. Correct. <laughs> Woo! I can't really comment on the document until I get this information. If I got to sit down with a bitch like that, to, to hell no. Nah. Ain't no married bitch. Hell no. Even going to see a bitch to look like that. When you were sent the confidentiality agreement for Amber Heard to sign, and when you indicated, if I got to talk to a bitch like that, we're not getting married. Fuck that. The next day, hit the lights on the way in. Did you receive from Mr. Depp in connection with? the post-nup agreement. I received one telephone call. And whom did you receive that telephone call from? Mr. Depp. Please describe the telephone call from Mr. Depp. My recollection is that he was very mean. Oh, um, wow, bitch. Come on. Come on, bitch. And that he fired me. <laughs> he fired you up, bitch. When you say that he was very mean, what did you mean? He was mean. Well, my only exact recollection is he called me a bitch. 
Facts. Good. That's what you deserved it, bitch. Yes. <laughs> yes. How many observations did you make? He called during me a the bitch. Call from Mr. Depp, during which time he called you a bitch. Yes. I. I fought. I fought. Yes. He was slurring his words, and his speech pattern was similar to my children's speech pattern when they are when they were on different. I was bitch. extremely rattled by the call. Bitch. Yeah, How you get rattled, bitch? Your job is is shitty. You got a shitty job dividing up paper, not, trying to kill motherfuckers. Bitch. Like after two or three minutes, after I realized what was happening, it took me very off guard. And, um, and I, that's all I remember is that Man. it really shook me up. Hit the like I'll button on the way in. Do you perform any further services for Ms. Heard in connection with the postnuptial agreement? No. Do you recall ever seeing a, a postnuptial draft agreement? No. Man, fuck this bitch right here, bro. Has either Ms. Heard or Mr. Depp. Man, fuck this bitch right here, bro. after... The call Fuck this bit. With Mr. Depp respecting pursuing a postnuptial agreement. No. Who, if anyone, was paying your legal services? I don't recall. Bitch, what you mean you don't recall? What? How you don't know where the money what came from? Your understanding that Mr. Depp had the authority to fire you? No. Did you tell him that? I don't recall. And isn't it true that he wouldn't have had the authority to fire you even if he were paying for your legal services, true? True. What, if any, communications did you have with Dana Lowy about your conversation with Mr. Depp after the conversation with Mr. Depp? I don't recall specifically. This bitch is what untrustworthy. Do you recall if anything? <laughs> this bitch. I I do recall that I told her that I was no longer representing him. But I don't know if I did that in writing. Somehow she knew. But I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you testified that Mr. Depp did not have the authority to fire you, correct? Correct. Ms. Mulroney, when did your attorney-client relationship with Ms. Hurd relating to a potential post-nuptial agreement terminate? Shortly after that phone call. When you say shortly after that phone call, uh, can you give us a time frame of how how long it was after the phone call? Within a few days, could be one. He didn't. Ha- he didn't have the power to fire you, correct? Correct. Do you have any recollection of ever receiving any more communications? Hit the like button. 
Show me love, nigga. Furthering the post-nuptial agreement after Johnny Depp called you and told you he was firing you on behalf of Amber and called you names. No <laughs> substantive. I recall that there was no more substantive conversations. Is there any question in your mind that it was Mr. Depp who called you? No. All right. Yes, ma'am, your next witness. Yes, Your Honor, we'd like to call the Disney corporate representative. All right. Oh, shit! Ah, they did good today, bro. Amber. Amber. Now he gonna talk shit about how Johnny was late as fuck to the filming. And your business address for the record. Uh, Tina Newman, Walt Disney Studios Motion Picture Production, live action, uh, 500 South Buena Vista Street, Burbank, California, 91521. And what is your current occupation? I'm a production executive. And what is your job title? That is my title, production executive. I work in the live action feature division for Disney. Is it your understanding you're testifying on behalf of Walt Disney Motion Pictures Group? Yes. Were you involved in the gathering of the documents responsive to the documents subpoenaed to Disney? Uh, yes, I did provide some documentation to Alec and his group from our production group. I'm going to ask you to take a look at what I've just highlighted under Topic number, it's subpoena Dukas taken paragraph number two. And it asks for documents relating to this case, in fact. And then it also says specifically, this specifically includes the op-ed by Ms. Hurd and any impact it may have had on the above. And that includes, as it's defined above, including the, the business relationship with Mr. Depp, including considering Mr. Depp for any work with Disney or future pirates of the Caribbean role or a lesser or greater role, a different role or a different production. Do you recall seeing in any of the documents you reviewed, either being as being involved as the corporate designee or in preparing as the corporate designee, do you recall seeing an op-ed written by Ms. Hurd? Hit the likes you, on the way in. Do you recall in your preparation as the corporate designee of Disney and your review of the documents that were produced by Disney, any document that referred in any manner to the op-ed written by Ms. Hurd? I would say no. Do you remember seeing in any of the documents you reviewed that were produced by Disney in response to the subpoena Lucas Tecum, um, the word op-ed in any of those documents? I don't recall that, no. Did you have any discussions with anyone at Disney about any future Pirates of the Caribbean role, a lesser or greater role, a different role, or a different production? No. Did you have any discussions with anyone at Disney about the impact of the op-ed by Ms. Hurd on the relationship between Disney and Mr. Depp, including considering Mr. Depp for any work with Disney, any future Pirates of the Caribbean role, a lesser or greater role, a different role, or a different production? No. 
do you we just don't like you amber is trending (laughs) is being considered for a role in pirates six no and when you say no i think i have to probably ask clarification does that mean you don't know one way or the other or he is not being considered i don't know one way or the other facts because he's gonna be in that shit man i was just gonna say that decision doesn't fall within my job responsibility it's it's above my head (laughs) it's the best way to say it so what is the knowledge you have about pirate six like i said i just know that it's a project that's possibly in development at the studio that's it do you know whether anyone at disney has ever even read the op-ed written by Ms. Hurd? No. Are you aware of anyone else at Disney who has knowledge of the topic areas in the deposition notice, that's deposition exhibit number two, that beyond what you know? I can't honestly say, I can't speak for someone else. Like I explained earlier, my knowledge and what my job functionality is at the studio at plateaus and there are people that i work under and those particular persons may or may not have more knowledge but i can't speak on behalf of them is disney aware that mr depp has testified under oath that he would not take another pirates of the caribbean franchise role for $300 million and a million alpacas? No. Would Disney entertain paying Mr. Depp more than $300 million and provide him with more than a million alpacas to be able to obtain his uh, services for any future Pirates to the Caribbean role? No. I'm going to show you what has been marked as deposition exhibit number 52 to Alan Horn. Who's that? He was our co-chairman. Of Disney? Yes. And Alan Bergman, who's he? Same. He's the other co-chairman of Disney, or was at the time. And then Sean Bailey, you indicated was the president it's the like on the way in okay and then ricky strauss who's he i believe at the time he was the head of our marketing group and paul raider we got a bitch from disney in the building a bitch from disney in the building all right and this is from angela shaw and it's dated 5 10 2017 you see that yes and it says subject hr Johnny Depp, A Star in Crisis, and the Insane Story of His Missing Millions. Do you see that? Yes. Okay. Do you have any understanding as to why Angela Shaw was sending this communication to this group, the two co-chairmen, the president, vice president of production, head of communications on this particular day? I don't know what the intent of the email is, but um, obviously we have a relationship as a company with Johnny, so I assume that's why she may be bringing it to their attention. 
All right, and just to take that a little bit further, given that Disney has a relationship with Johnny Depp, uh, if there is publicity relating to Johnny Depp, whether it be positive or negative, that would be relevant to Disney, would it not? Yeah, I mean, I can't say how it's relevant to Disney, but given that Angela is part of communications, it's her job to, you know, keep the studio abreast, I guess, of anything concerning the, the company, so. That's about as far as I can read into it. Okay. And, and so that, that's your interpretation of why Angela Shaw sent this to that group of people was to keep them apprised of this particular uh, article on Johnny Depp. Would you agree? Yeah, that would be my assumption. Yeah. I'm going to ask you to take a look at what has <clears throat> been labeled as uh, exhibit number 53 and it... Um, is Disney 114 through 137. Uh, and I'm going to ask you if you recognize this document. Uh, well, it looks like an internal email. It may be, it may have been part of the disclosure documents. This one's from Alan Horn. And I think we've identified Alan Horn before. Well, actually it starts with, let's start down here. Uh, on June 21st, 2018, all right, and then it has a reply from Sean Bailey, sad. Do you see that? Yes. What it, was Mr. Bailey's position with Disney on June 21st, 2018? I believe he was the president then. Okay. He may and have been the EVP. I don't know. Okay. And, and then we have an email at the top. It's to Sean Bailey, CC Janelle Tipton. Um, and then it has some copies to some other people from Alan Horn. I believe we said he was one of the co-directors. Is that correct? Co-chairman. Co-chairman. Okay. Uh, and Alan Bergman. The other co-chairman. Okay. Uh, and... Do you have any recollection of ever reading the Rolling Stones article uh, about Johnny Depp back in this time frame? I honestly don't remember if I ever read this document. I may have. Do you have any understanding of why this would be sent from Alan Horn to these other individuals on the top? Again, same as, for, same as before, just because of the fact that we have a relationship with Johnny. So they may have determined it was important to bring it to their attention. All right, Ms. Newman, I'm going to show you what has been marked as deposition exhibit number 54. And do you recognize this document? Uh, yes, it looks like a email. Please, tell me, please describe it for me. Uh, it's an email, uh, well, it started from Scott to myself, Scott Sellers is in uh, post finance. And then I replied to Scott. So it looks like uh, an email exchange between the two of us. All right, and you said Scott Sellers is in post finance? Correct. What, what is that? Uh, he handles all finances once film goes into post production on any given picture. Also reporting for the studio, internal reporting, finances. All right. And this is July 14, 2018, that he's sending this to you. He keeps correct? an eye on the paper. Yes. Do you recall reading the story? 
that was in the Rolling Stone, the trouble with Johnny Depp? I mean, to be honest, I don't really remember much about the story, but obviously I must have looked at it and oh. commented. Right, and in fact, in fact, you commented depressing. This ain't the most yeah. exciting bitch yes. right here. And just to... Uh, ups and downs of the trial. This ain't the most exciting bit. Do you see that it has importance and received on this when you sent it back? Yes. Mm -hmm. Ms. Newman, I'm going to ask you to take a look at what has been marked as deposition exhibit number 56. And it is a document also produced by Disney. And there's the bait stamps. Disney 167 through 177. And I'm going to ask you to take a look at the top there. This is to Alan Bergman from, uh, and it has THRs today and entertainment. Do you understand what that is? Yes. Okay. I'm going to ask you to turn down to 169. It says Johnny Depp's legal team prepares for court hearing about Amber Heard abuse claims. The actor's camp is previewing the evidence that it will present in an upcoming court hearing in the UK this fall tied to a defamation lawsuit against his son for an article... Hit the like button on the way in. ...wife beater in the quote. Katie this ain't the most entertaining bitch, but she up there. You see that? Yes. This is Disney. This is a representative from Disney. Reading about Speaking the on the paper. ...case in this time frame. We're talking uh, October 2018. I may have seen a headline come across my desk in the same manner as Alan received it, but that's probably as far as it went. Ms. Newman, I'm going to show you what has been marked as deposition number 60. And it's dated November 5, 2020. And it says Disney reportedly scraps plans for Depp's POTC 6. I'm assuming that's Pirates of the Caribbean 6 return. You see that? Question was, did you see it? There is no Pirates of the Caribbean without As Johnny Depp. Here today, are you aware of any document in Disney's emails or in their IT system or anywhere? that contains Amber Heard's op-ed from December of 2018. I mean, no, not that I'm aware. Okay. Are you aware of any decision maker within Disney who has ever said they are not casting Johnny Depp in Pirate 6 or any other role because of Amber Heard's op-ed? No. They're not going to come out and say that shit. Decision maker outside of Disney. And by this, I'm including producers, directors, people of that ilk who have ever said they were not considering Mr. Depp for Pirate 6 or any other movie because of Amber Heard's op ed from December 2018. No. All right. Do we? How much time? Uh, we have an eleven-minute one. Okay, that's fine. What's your next witness? Ellen Barkin. All right. B A R K I N. Thank you. 
Good morning, Ms. Barkin. Good morning. I think the first thing that would be very short but very simple and clean for the record is if you could just describe kind of your career background. I know it's very lengthy, but just give a kind of brief summary of kind of when you started working and, and what you've done during your career. Um, I started acting professionally uh, about 26 or 7. And I did theater, television, movies, lots of them. That's what I did for 40 years. 40 years. Um, and uh, in the course of your career acting in theater, television, movies, etc., um, did it, you come to meet a, a person by the name of Johnny Depp? Yes. Can you specify in time, Ms. Barkin, when you met him? I would say 1990. <coughs> And upon or after meeting him, did there come a time when you became friends? Yes. And can you describe how that happened? We just developed a friendship over time. Here's another bitch uh, coming to stab Johnny in the back right now. You know what it is. Maybe 10 years, a little less. Um, and. Fair to say that Mr. Depp at the time was also an actor. All of these motherfuckers. Yes. Yeah, bitch. Um, Amp up. Get ready you, to drop this knife in um, the back. Did you act in any film, stage, or TV productions with Mr. Depp? Yes, I was in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. How often would you see Mr. Depp? When I lived in New York, usually whenever I'd go to L.A., if I were in L.A., I'd see him once a week, maybe more. I mean, the friendship went up and down. Up and down, and now it's gone, bitch. And um, did there come a time when your friendship with Mr. De uh, Depp became more than that, became romantic in nature? Yes. And at what point in time did your relationship with Mr. Depp, Depp take a romantic turn? After I had moved to Hollywood. Romantic? How old is this bit? And, uh, he, you know, ah! <laughs> Romantic? How old is yes. this bit? You know Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp on his power dab, y'all buy that. Wow, that must have been early. That must have been Johnny Depp getting manipulated by an old bat. To a romantic one. At that point in 1994, when the relationship turned romantic, do you change that to sexual? To sexual. Ah! Ah! Relationship with, uh, Change Mr. it to Depp sexual. Remain sexual. We was just fucking. I don't know if it was Several romantic. Months. Anywhere between three and five, six. And during that period, how often would you see Mr. Depp? That period when it was sexual? I'd say I'd see him three or four times a week. And again, I'm not. He's fucking three or four times a week. Details, but can you tell me, like, where you would see him? Just give me some sense of that. Yeah, he would come to my house, or I would go to his house. And both houses in L.A.? Yes, about a um, ten-minute drive Sex. apart from each other. Sexual. And, um, at Sexual. Either when you were at his house, um, 
where you didn't stay the night or where you were at his house when you did stay the night, were there other people in the house who saw you there? Who would those people be? Um, he had an assistant. <clears throat> Damn, his when sister? was he fucking that bitch? This bitch looked like a legit old bitch. That's all I can remember. This now. bitch is a legit old bitch. When was he fucking? I don't know his name. He was referred to as Pig. He was referred a to legit by who? Old bitch. Johnny Depp. Shout out to old At bitches. At the point that you were either initially friends and then sexual with Mr. Depp, uh, were you? Did you become aware that he? Amber is over. Look at Johnny. Like man, this bitch. Oh, they said they hype. Okay, and, and the cross you, gonna be beautiful. Oh, that, that, he was we, drunk. It ain't live, damn. Most a lot of the time. It ain't live, cross, damn. And that would apply both to when you were initially and then later when it became sexual. Yeah. And what was he drunk? What? What? Would you understand what had he drunk to become drunk? He was a red wine drinker. Amber Heard is rejoicing right now. Look at that. Oh, my God. She rejoiced. Oh, look at that. Oh, she rejoicing. Was taking any prescription medication? No. Okay. Um, same question, Mr. Barkin, for illegal substances. Yes. Same question. And Hit the like button on the way in. Hallucinogenics. Hallucinogenics. Oh my cocaine. god. Cocaine. Marijuana. Weed. Um, can you say specifically? Amber is over there I rejoicing. Really he, oh he God. Was, um tripping. The Amber mm -hmm. win today. Um is this a win for Amber might have won today? Hallucinogenics, uh, cocaine or marijuana. Did he do any of that in your presence? Yes. Yes, uh, he did. Cocaine and marijuana oh, in my god. presence. Um, when you say all the time, how many times, again, in the period that you were both first friends and sexual, then sexual with Mr. Depp, do you think you saw him? I couldn't even tell you. I mean, I just know he was always drinking and, or smoking a joint. But would it be fair to say more than at least dozens of times? Always yeah. drinking. Over the full course. Oh, yeah. Or smoking a joint. He was always drinking. Now, did you ever um, observe, Ms. Barkin, uh, Mr. Depp's behavior change when he uh, drank more or used more drugs? I did not. So he was kind of the same all the time, fair to say? Was not the same. He was high. Did there come a time Ms. Barkin, when uh, Mr. Depp um, acted in a way that was out of control with you. Yes. Oh, here it comes. Uh, oh, they finna Mr. cooperate. Depp threw a wine bottle across the room. Oh, the hotel room in, one in Las Vegas while we were shooting Fear and Loathing. Oh, they finna cooperate you, some shit. About to happen. A fight was going on. Between you and Mr. Depp? No. Who was the fight between? Between Johnny Depp and his friends in the room, the assistant. Uh, I don't remember. 
And the bottle that, do you remember seeing here today, Ms. Barkin, whether the bottle was full of wine or, or empty? I don't. Hit the like button uh, on the way in. Ms. Barkin, do you remember uh, whether the bottle hit you? No, it did not. Um, did the bottle hit anyone else? No, it did not. Approximately how far away from you was Mr. Depp when he threw the bottle? Across the room, so maybe by, by that break in the table or a little further down. It was a toss. And uh, sitting here today, if the bottle had hit you, would it have injured you? Ms. Barker, was it your understanding back then that he was throwing the bottle at you? I don't know why he threw the bottle. They trying to cooperate. Yes. Were there other people standing around you? Yes. So he threw it in your direction at a, at a group of people. Yes. Whose hotel room was it? His Johnny Depp's. Why can't I throw a bottle of wine in? You know, if I'm mad, what's going on here? Uh, I went to go home. Uh, there was a big goodbye, crying, a lot of jealous, and don't do this, don't do that, and. I never heard from him again after that. And did uh, cut you off, Mr. Depp? Not want you to go back to Los Angeles at the time. There, uh, yes, he didn't want me to go. I was only supposed to be there for two days. I stayed for longer. And you just referenced, uh, you just used the word jealous. How, how did that come up? What did he say that indicated to you that you? was jealous. He's just a jealous man controlling where are you going, who are you going with, what, what did you do last night. I had a scratch on my back once that got him very, very angry because he insisted it came from me having sex with a person. It did though. Him. During the time it that you did, though. relationship it did. Uh, with Mr. Depp, was it common for him to say things to you about being controlling to use your words or being jealous of you? Look at the Amber rejoicing. Yeah, very common. And uh, when, in these instances, when Mr. Depp became jealous or controlling, did he also become angry? Yeah. And demanding. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go and take our afternoon recess. Please do not discuss the case and do not do any outside research, okay? We'll see you back in 15 minutes. What do you think in the chat? Do you think that, that 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 bitch that just got off the stand was trustworthy? Put up a one if you think she was trustworthy. Put up a two if a bitch is not trustworthy. Put up a one if you think she was trustworthy. Put up a two if she was untrustworthy. Come back at 345. Does that give you time to be ready? Okay. All right. 345. Yeah. I said exactly, burnt out, used it, been through it, just been through it, burnt out, burnt out, been through it. Salute, shout out, God bless everybody, man. Thanks for tapping in. We are live. We are live right now, tapping into the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp defamation trial thank you for tapping in with the ball smack topsoil we are bringing you live coverage uh real nigga opinion being manifested while this is going on real nigga opinion while this is going on listen up man i want y'all to uh, hey 
why why y'all tapped into the ball smack topsoil while you are tapped in to the ball smack topsoil i want you to do this thing right here man i want you to do this uh i want you to do this thing man i'm gonna go over here man to uh hood hood vlogs hood vlogs the most notorious pyro set and he flies a company that the most notorious pyro set in Bompton. The most notorious pyro set in Bompton. Bompton, California. In Bompton, California, man. I want y'all to tap in, man, and um and see the homie. And see my brethren. Boogaloo, do his thizzle thing, man. man we not all from just one pyro hood. You, you know feel me? You got the east side who has a couple of hoods over there. You got the west. You know what I mean? You got a couple of hoods. The, the bridge is what separates the east and the west. The bridge on, on Rosebrands, you feel me? And it's only one Compton Crib hood on Rosecrans, and that's Santana. Other than that, there's, there's no... No, no Crips on on on, on, on Rose Crimes. The Crips is mainly on. Hey, Alonzo, shout out Bogolo on Hood I'm Vlogs. Sorry. Make sure y'all check that out. But um, if you from LA, check out the know, show LA last night. Side, we so did a show last night. Me and Bogolo. Tap in, man. Tap in. Tap into my co-host that'll be hosting with the Boss Mac Topsoil, bringing y'all niggas high. Quality game, authentic, high quality, real nigga talking. You understand me? She probably did fuck with Wesley Snipes, though. That looked like a bitch that Wesley Snipes might have fucked with. I Yes, I can agree with that. Shout out Alan, Alan Sullivan. One, yeah. Alan Sullivan. The bitch is untrustworthy. Hell yeah, bro. This gruntle bitch. She probably, that's her claim to fame, man. That's that's that bad look right there. You know what I'm saying? That's that bad look right there. That's that bad look. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Let me, let me explain what I'm talking about. That's that bad look right there. That's that bad look right there. What am I talking about? That last old bitch that was on there talking about her and Johnny was a sexual relationship. You see Amber Heard over there rejoicing. You know what I'm saying? The bitch is empowered by, you know, looking at the withered old bitch over there that used to be fucking wet, and she's over there looking like Cleopatra, diamond it. You know what I'm talking about? Man, it's a cold game out here, brother. It's a cold game. Oh, blessing. I appreciate that $10, man, nigga. I needed that, bro. I appreciate that, man. We always appreciate that. Salute. Salute. Appreciate that 10 on the cash app. God bless y'all. For real, for real. But anyway, man, that's that bad look right there, man. You don't want, listen, you don't want to have, you don't want to have one come back from the past looking looking like that, bro, and and speaking 
on what y'all was doing and this and that, man, in in the face of the higher level one over here, man. You know what I'm talking about? You don't want that to come back on you, man. It's a bad look. It make you look bad. I'm trying to tell you, man, that's why Amber over there rejoicing. You see her snickering and happy. Y'all ain't, ain't hearing me, though. It's all good. All right, look. We on break right now. We having a little recess in there, man. Um, today, man, I got to keep it a buck, man. It looked like Amber uh, regrouped and came back. Came back kind of strong. All right, let's get it. Let's 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 tap it in. Let's see what's going on, and then we gonna um, wait a minute. Hold on right quick. Hold on. Salute. Hit the like button on the way in. Yeah. We live. We live uh reviewing the um reviewing, reviewing the show. I mean reviewing the 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 the, the trial. You know what I'm talking about? And um let's see. Uh, we just don't like you, Amber. We just don't like you, Amber. It's trending on Twitter. We just don't like you, Amber. It's trending on Twitter. Um... I'm not sure if uh let me see. We just don't like you, Amber. Trending on Twitter. Take a look. Let's take a look. Um, court stenographer had to write Amber Turd into the transcripts. Oh, what a beautiful analysis. I didn't even realize how the lawyer got that off in the courtroom. I, I had to reflect on that. He got off the Amber Turd is in the transcripts. That's right. Ebenezer, Eber Skeezer Splooge. That's pretty dope. That's a great that's a great observation. The stenographer had to write that in there. We just don't like you, Amber. I would just like, 
I would just like you to know when you analyze these statistics again, I am not a bot. I just genuinely do not like her. We just don't like you, Amber. See, the public, you know, I just feel that out there. I mean, I know Amber brought in the, I guess she's trying to paint a picture like Johnny Johnny is controlling the, um, the thoughts of the people, but I just think everybody in the world likes Johnny Depp more than um, Amber Heard. You know what I'm saying? We like Captain Jack Sparrow more than her. You feel me? And we want to see Johnny Depp in the new Pirates of the Caribbean, and, and we're upset that this bullshit is keeping him out of it. And we want to see him in the Pirates of the Caribbean. That's what. Alan Sullivan said, he said, I get blessings from his Uber passengers. Shout out to the people riding in the Uber with Alan, man. Hey, shout out, shout out to whoever riding in the Uber with Alan Sullivan Fucking with the boss, Mac Topsoil, right now. I appreciate that to the motherfucking Max right now. I'm trying to told you, man. I'm trying to told you, man. Hey, I'm trying to told you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Man, people going hard, man. They upset. Hey, man. Hey, we just don't like you, Amber. It's trending. Oh, no, wait a minute. It kind of, it might have dropped out. It might have dropped out. It might have dropped down. It might have dropped down. Let me see. It might have dropped down. Okay, I think it dropped out. Oh, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Number four. We just don't like you, Amber. It's number four trending right now. People are voicing their opinion. Bitter Women United. I stand with Johnny Depp. I stand with Johnny Depp is trending. Wait a minute. Oh, man. Look at this bit. They done already clipped this bit. Look at this. Look how quickly. Look how quickly they done already clipped this bit. Let's see. They done already... I stand with Am. Oh, this is a I stand with Amber Heard shit. I never heard this hashtag before. Wait a minute, hold on. We just damn. Abuser. That's one of them. That is one of them. We just don't like you, Amber. That's one of them. That is one of them. And the last one was Amber Heard, right? Oh. That, is, that is another one. Okay. Um, and that's right. Yes. Yeah. We just I don't mean, like the you. Four you picked at least the negative ones. Uh, Justice for Johnny Depp. That's from one of them, right? That's right. Amber Heard is an abuser. That's one of them. That is one of them. Hey. We just don't like you, Amber. That's one of them. That is one of them. And the last one was Amber Turd, right? Amber Turd. Okay. Um, and yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the, the four. Man. 
Hit the like button on the way in. Subscribe. Subscribe to the channel, man. Amber Heard's experts. Let's see. Amber Heard's expert designates these Amber negative hashtags. Designates these negative. <laughs> Amber Heard's expert designates these negative hashtags. Negative hashtags. Justice for Johnny Depp is a negative hashtag. <laughs> Amber Heard is an abuser is a negative hashtag. She shit in the bed. Amber Turd is a negative hashtag. She the one who shit it in the bed. How could you ever like a bitch who did that? How can you ever like a bitch who shit it in a bed without water? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? The whole bed is ruined because the shit is going through the 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 bed is ruined. I didn't even think about that. When she shit on the bed, the shit is going through the spreads into the fabric of the bed itself. You feel me? The shit is going into the fabric of the bed itself and into the cotton, into the into the structure of the bed forever fecal matter. And then a bitch thought it was funny. Her and her sidekick uh, uh, hang around motherfuckers that she invited to hang around, you know. I bet you that was like, you got to let my friends live here if you want to be with me, Johnny. You got to let my friends live here type shit. I got to always have my friends who don't have jobs around. And you let them live here free, too, while we all work together, while we every day, let, while, while Amber and her sidekick friends every day sit around and try to come up with different ways to uh, catch Johnny slipping and to fuck him over. And to make sure, and to make sure that she could divorce a motherfucker and tax a motherfucker. I need y'all. And and so it's funny when a bitch shit on a bed, you know, because I got it, you know, I, I got it. Ruin the bed. And laugh, y'all laugh together. And just imagine when I when I imagine imagine look at these motherfuckers. Let me just look at these motherfuckers. All these motherfuckers right here. Let's look at these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers right here. Let's look at these motherfuckers. Look at these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers right here. 
all lived free. They was all living free off of Johnny. Amber said that they had, Amber said that they had to be around and live free. You understand me? In the penthouse, in the in one of the penthouses, they had to be there. You feel me? You know what I'm talking about? They had to be there. Amber said, hey, I got to have my friends around and nobody work and nobody pay rent. You feel me? And on top of that, try to figure out ways to put Johnny in a twist so Amber could cash out and everybody work for Amber, all five of them. Then the one at the top thought it was funny when a bitch shit in the bed. Can you imagine how that, the smell of that, can you imagine how that how that just hit? You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine? Can you imagine how that hit though? The smell with no water in the room. Can you imagine? I got up the wrong shit. Hold on. Can you imagine the aroma of shit on the bed? Shit on the bed. And with no water. While a bitch is at Coachella trying to figure out how she could sit on a dick with her homegirls. How could you ever, after a bitch did that to me, she's so fired after that. There's no, there's no way. Once I, once the aroma Once the aroma of the shit hit me and I had the realization that a bitch had shit in the bed, in my bed, I would deem that like a curse. I would be like, this bitch has cursed me. This is Satan. This bitch is Satan. She has cursed me. She has shit in, in my bed and it, and I, and I have captured the aroma and that aroma, the raw aroma. See, I want to tap in. I know y'all niggas is like, why is you talking about shit in the bed like this? But the aroma would tax me so hard. Let's see if we back at it. I don't know. I don't even know if we back at it. Let me get back at it. The aroma. Let me get back at it. 
looking at my dad. Oh, Roma. Wait a minute. Let me get off myself. Let me get back. This groundbreaking bug zapper is destroying the home pesticide industry. This U.S. arm. I'm looking at myself. All right, we back at it. I'm tripping. Let me get back up there. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm tripping. I'm I'm ranting to myself. Let me get back at it. Thank you, DC Bowling. Yeah, man. Um, once, um, once that aroma hit me, um, just a summation, just a summation, y'all. Once that aroma hit me of shit, right? Once that aroma hit me, I would forever associate her with that aroma. The aroma would be, that would be, when I thought of her, I would think of shit. I would be like, this is a foul human being. It doesn't matter how she make herself look pretty. This is a, this, I cannot associate with her ever again. I can never associate with this bitch ever. This bitch is fired. Whatever we got to do, fired. Thank you. Your next witness. Your Honor, we call Dr. Uh, Alan Blaustein. Bitch. Right. B-L-A-U-S-T-E-I-N. Thank you, sir. Oh, and I'm, I'm asking questions first. I believe I may be the only one asking questions. All right. All right, thank you. Can you please provide your full name? Uh, Alan Scott Blaustein. You're, you're a doctor, correct? Correct. And you're a psychiatrist? Yes. How long have you been a psychiatrist for? Uh, since 1987. And you went to medical school? Yes. What medical school did you go to? Northwestern University. Now, Johnny Depp was a patient of yours, correct? You understood that Mr. Depp had substance dependence issues, is that correct? Yes. Do you recall what substance issues, what, what substances he had, Mr. Depp had issues with? Uh, marijuana, alcohol. How you have issues with marijuana, man? Opiates. The fuck out of here, bro. Did you ever have an understanding that Mr. Depp had anxiety syndrome? I knew Mr. Depp had anxiety. And how did you come to be aware that Mr. Depp had anxiety? She told me that. Do you recall having any conversation that Mr. Depp was bipolar? There was some question about uh, bipolar disorder diagnosis, but I do not remember any specifics about the discussion. Do you recall having a conversation with Mr. Depp about a bipolar diagnosis? No. What behaviors did Mr. Depp acknowledge that should be changed? 
Hit the like button on the way in. His drug use uh, and is turning to drugs for to help relieve a lot of the psychic pain that he was experiencing. In working with Mr. Depp, would you agree that he had fundamental that Mr. Depp had fundamental issues with anger? I I would say that he expressed having issues with anger. Mr. Depp expressed having issues with anger. Did Mr. Depp express having issues of anger towards Amber? He expressed having anger towards her. Yes. Do you recall what reasons Mr. Depp told you as to why he was expressing anger towards Amber? Working with Mr. Depp, was he ever suspicious of Amber having affairs? Of course. Of course, because she was. I can recall now he expressed uh, feelings of jealousy. But I don't remember if it was about affairs. Do you recall any more detail about what Mr. Depp was feeling jealousy toward Amber about? No. working with Mr. Depp, um, did you see that he, Mr. Depp had any issues with patience? Yes, he was impatient. What is your rich, understanding well, about don't uh, know rich motherfuckers have issues patience. that Mr. Depp had with that shit now, nigga. You gotta do it now. Chaotic relationship with uh, a lot of fluctuations and ups and downs and uh, lots of difficulty in emotional expressions. And um, lots of anger in both places, and you know, high intensity affect and emotional expression. <coughs> a lot of love, a lot of uh, disappointment, a lot of fears. Dr. Blaustein, I'm showing you what's been marked as Blaustein Exhibit 3. Do you recognize this document? Yes. What, what is it? It's uh, my invoice billing document. <laughs> this is from your, your files. Correct. And you keep this document in the ordinary course of business. Correct. And this uh, billing invoice is for is for Johnny Depp, correct? Correct. And so where it says ten to fourteen um, from your from your billing records, would this be the? Is this your understanding of the first time you? you met with Mr. Depp? By phone, yes. And in total, if we look at the number of sessions you either met or spoke to Mr. Depp that weren't uh, canceled or he didn't show up, um, my count, it comes to, to 19, uh, eight, 18 times you met with Mr. Depp. Does that sound about right? Looks like 18 times. Did you have any concerns about any of the amounts of medications that Mr. Depp was taking? Uh, I had concerns about the Adderall that I would have expressed to him. 
and what were the concerns about the Adderall? Uh, I, and I don't recall the specific conversations, but I would have been asking about uh, uh, how he was diagnosed to have ADHD or under what circumstances he would take that, especially if he wasn't currently working. Did you ever talk to Mr. Depp about um, what he did when when Amber Turd trending? <laughs> Amber Turd is no. trending. When you were working uh. with Mr. Depp, um, did you have any understanding whether Mr. Depp was still abusing uh, drugs and alcohol or not? Yes. But you do recall that there were times in your working with Mr. Depp where he had breakthrough uses of drugs or alcohol. Yeah, that his relative sobriety was not complete, yes. And that's what you mean by uh, breakthrough usage, that it, that his sobriety, Mr. Depp's sobriety was not complete? Uh, well, relative sobriety, again, I said relative sobriety because he did continue to use marijuana throughout, almost entirely throughout the time that I knew him, uh, with a short time exception, I think. Of course. I called it relative sobriety, then there'd be some breakthrough uses of other substances. Of course. Okay. And when you say smoking weed said, continuously, just so everyone never stopping smoking weed. That. Fuck you, mean. Uh, he was trying to be sober. He was working on sobriety. And uh, by breakthrough uses, I mean sobriety would mean the abstinence of using the substance. And so the breakthrough would be. On a particular time, he would have used the substance that he was trying to be. Sober. Hit the like button on the way in. Okay. So, in a, in addition to marijuana, in the time you saw Mr. Depp from October of 2014 through January of 2015, there were other times. There were times where Mr. Depp broke his sobriety with drugs or alcohol, in addition to marijuana. Correct. I believe so, yes. How did you come to that understanding? He would have told me. Do you know why um, Mr. Depp stopped seeing you? I know he was preparing to leave to Australia to go to work. And uh, I assume that, that was the reason. <laughs> But he hasn't returned to you since he went to Australia in, in 2015, correct? Correct. Hit the like and button on the way in. Did anyone inform you as to why he stopped seeing you? No. Blastine Exhibit 9. Yeah, he struck me as a weirdo, DC bald, and you right. Reflecting your care. I know some part. clinical psychologists, bitches, did some weird yeah, bitches. I'm like, bitch, people pay you to... Talk to them, bitch. You got problems, bitch. I can't. If they knew what kind of bitch you was, bitch. Correct. And this is page one of those notes from October second, twenty four. I know a clinical psychologist, bitch, and and the bitch. I told a bitch what I be charging for consultation. The bitch got mad at me. I was like, bitch. If motherfuckers listen to you, they bitch. Are you motherfucking serious, bitch? Okay. If they knew what kind of brazy and bitch you was, they wouldn't give you shit, bitch. Any um, bitch. abuse he received as a child or an adolescent? 
Yes. And Fuck out of here, bitch. Difficulties that Mr. Depp was ta- talking to you about in his relationship with his fiance. Hit the like button. No, not okay. from this. What does it say? Such a pain in the ass. Do you recall why he was saying Amber was a pain in the ass? No. Okay. And what what's the next thing say? Uh, well, in boxes about his kid's mom. And, uh, again, I think I have the word destructive. What was destructive referring to? You know? I don't know. No, I don't. Uh, something relationship 14 to 15 years, mother of my kids. Uh, out of official, officially, um, he didn't want to be his dad. I think uh, I'm not it's abandoning like his dad. And then below kids, it says uh, clear, better. Uh, she needed me to be all this. She needed me to be all this week or all this work. I don't know. If we turn to the next page, uh, it says page two. Yep, got it. And then what's the next line say? This violence, rage that uh, we've had over a couple of years. Okay, and so what is Mr. Depp referring to there? So do you recall that in, in working with Mr. Depp- Hit the like button on the way in. Violence and rage in other relationships in addition to his relationship with Amber? Or rage and chaos. I uh, don't remember violence, but uh, I do remember rage and chaos. Now, again, the context of this is this is by, I had met him at this point. So this is an initial telephone con- consultation. So uh, to see whether or not he was going to start therapy with me. But in your working with Mr. Depp, was he Hit talking the like about button. rage and chaos with relationships in addition to his relationship with Amber, correct? Yes, yes. What what other relationships was he talking about rage and chaos? Again, I don't have the specific recollection, but I think it included his, uh, uh, his the mother of his children and, um, and arguments about uh, child, not, not child custody, child care or visitation or access to the children on the left it says Amber uh, Turr's trending number one on Twitter and then below that she tried to protect me she tried to protect me too you know what that's referring to my association now is his uh, sister but uh, I don't. Uh, I, I don't think that's true. I don't have a specific recollection. No. Uh, wouldn't take fa- fear. Wake up to fight devil. Wait. Uh, wait up to fight devil. You know what that's referring to? Wait up to fight devil. I think he referred to a devil as. Um, 
some version of uh, internal depression and chaos that he felt something like an everyday phenomenon he felt he was uh, struggling and he I think would label that as a devil so so Mr. Depp label, labeled um, it's Hit the like button on the way in. Salute. As, as, as a representation of something horrible inside of himself, what I would, would say. So the devil was something horrible inside of himself, correct? That's what Mr. The, again, I don't think he ever said that, so I'm, I'm going to be careful here. Um, the devil was the representation of the battle that he had many days when he woke up with and, Hit the uh, like button on the way up in this motherfucker. Subscribe. Tell your people to subscribe. Tell all your people to subscribe. Subscribe. Himself as a monster. Remember the word monster in my office, but I don't know if it's referring to himself or not. Maybe that'll be more revealed as we go forward. Now, turning to. Blaustein 12, um, which is page four of this exhibit. And it, it, there's a three at the top, correct? Yeah. And then to the right, it says, that says Amber's fiance, correct? Correct. And, and then uh, there's work through, work through anger, just below that. And we're saying work through anger, uh, is that referring to, to his anger towards Amber? <laughs> I think what uh, he was saying then is that part of his goal of therapy was to work through anger that he and his fiance had to, towards each other. Um, then going back to the left, um, better with girl about it. Self-destructive, hard to not put in front of me. You know what self-destructive hard not to put in front of me means it's referring to i think it, the self-destructive was his drug use that's what i think referring to at this time i'm now looking at blaustein 13 uh page which has a page four are, are you there yes i am okay and at the top it says uh johnny slash debbie correct correct all right um and then the date it says 10 slash what that's ten seven, and so it says JD ten twenty one fourteen. Correct. Correct. Uh, a lot of things work, intense work, fatigue. Need a minute. Got it. Here I can say with certainty his words. Shit with my girl. And, and what's that referring to? Difficulty was having with Amber. Uh, do, you, do you recall what he was talking about? What difficulty he was having with Mr. Depp was having with Amber? No. The next line looks like it says she refuses to accept. Correct. Do you know what Amber refuses to accept? What Mr. Depp was referring to? No. And to the right, it says Amber what? Amber wedding. You were were you talking at this point about potentially Mr. Depp and Amber marrying? Yes, he was talking about that. Yes. Okay. Um, 
And then what does it say under she refuses to accept? Uh, wedding February. And then what's next? Uh, they did not want to go to marriage, 51 years old. Did, were there any discussions that you had with Mr. Depp um, where he had concerns about the age difference between him and Amber? Uh, I don't think so, no. Okay. But what does it say under 51 years old? Uh, a lot of life experiences. Uh, you're being my mother and psychotic sister. What did you understand Mr. Depp was referring to where you wrote you're being my mother and psychotic sister? I think that's something that he said to, he told me, he said to her. That he, said he was that, that Mr. Depp said on the way in. Being my mother and psychotic sister. That's what I would think, yes. Okay. Then the next line. High tolerance for marijuana. Who has a high tolerance for marijuana? Uh, he did. All right, turning to the next page, um, which is Blaustein 15, and where I have a number five. Amber looking like a boss. What is it? Self something? Self-destructed very early. And was Mr. Depp talking about himself being self-destructive very early? Yes. Okay. How was he being, how was Mr. Depp describing that he was self-destructive? Well, I think, I, again, I don't recall, but let's continue and maybe something's there. So he was trying to, he was trying to be sober from booze and, and pills, correct? Correct. Okay. And then... Was it you who said uh, reward? Yeah, ask him about where where can he get rewards elsewhere. Where did he get reward? I, I maybe asked him where did he get rewards elsewhere, and there he said um, in the past MDMA, ecstasy, cocaine. So, so what did you understand where he wrote MDMA, ecstasy, cocaine? I. Not quite sure, but that those are things that he had used in the past. Now, there is another possibility that I had asked him specifically about that, but I don't think so. It's more likely that, uh, that those were things he had used in the past. Do you know what pills Mr. Depp was referring to to be sober from? Uh, I know oxycodone was uh, the main thrust of that time. And then, it, and then it says, uh, back to the left, it says left off. Yeah, and that's probably a note to myself to try to get back to left off a reward loop mechanism. And it's parallel to a relationship. What kinds of rewards could come back to him that could be healthy? What kinds of rewards that could come from the relationship that could be healthy? And then uh, talk about uh, biology changes. Uh, so I made a note to myself there to uh, talk about how the brain changes in the face of uh, many of these drugs over time. How the brain changes. That, all, um, that his brain can change as 
he continues to take these medications, these drugs? Uh, yes, I did. And then it says 1027-14. More on relationship issues. Being accused, in his word, of being manic. Grounded by seeing children. Son is one of the positive aspects of the relationship. I assume he's talking about his past relationship there. Mr. Depp was saying that Amber reminded him of his mom and his psychotic sister. The relationship reminded him of his relationship with his psychotic sister and his mother. Yes. And and Mr. psychotic Depp sister and mother living under sour bitches. Being accused of being manic. Yes. Did he say who accused him of being manic? I assume from this it was Amber. Turn to the next page, Blaustein 16. Yeah, and if this is uh, 1029, 14 at the top. Mm-hmm. Mood euthymic. What does that mean? Attention. Uh, normal mood. Attention decreased. Um, you mean by memory, attention? Difficulty with attention, paying attention. Memory, uh, uh, transitional difficulties. And what do you mean by having transitional difficulties with his memory? Uh, it would have been part of a, a maybe mental status test that I would have done in the first session. Uh, where this motherfucker put motherfuckers to sleep, uh, holding on to memory of things from five minutes ago by asking for to remember three words. He may have had difficulty, he would have had difficulty remembering those three words five minutes later after distracting him with other conversation, right? And then what does it say after that? THC, a marijuana, as part of issue, tetrahydrocannabinol. That's what THC stands for. So you, you saw THC as an issue with Mr. Depp's memory and attention, is that right? Well, with the transitional memory, at least, yes. Perhaps the attention. Uh, MSE, mental status examination. Uh, more present, more attention. Uh, off on dates, uh, ask, when I would ask him about... Uh, Hit the like button on the way in. What today's date was, perhaps, is what that's referring to. So Mr. Depp was off on... On, on what date that was. Date. Turning to the next page, uh, Blaustein 17. Uh, it says JD at the top, and then 11, 10, 14. See that? Yep, I have that. Okay. Um, and Mr. Depp came in to see you on 11, 10, 14? Correct. Okay. Um, and what's the first line say? Some clouding, probably secondary to THC. But... What do you mean by clouding? Uh, would have been something in uh, confusion or something about his mental state or less, less sharp. That's alert, perhaps. Cloudy. I like that term, cloudy. No evidence of uh, 
I like that little time right there, clouding. What do you mean by that? That I didn't see in his presentation any evidence of mania or hypomania. Okay, next line. Uh, Discussion about relationships, core issues of trust. Amber says, context. Contact. Don't know. Okay. Uh, fruitless meeting with her therapist. Hit the like button on the way in. Salute. Hypomania in any of your other sessions. Not that I recall. At 10:24:14, Mr. Depp came in for another individual session. Correct. 11:24:14. The first line says 15 minutes late. 15 minutes late, clear. Hit the like button on the way in. Looking at jealous parts of him. What do you mean by that, looking at jealous parts of him? uh, Things that make him jealous or what his role might be in jealousy. Jealous parts of him. And and what made Mr. Depp jealous? Uh, Well, about what was happening there but with Amber, I don't know. I can't recall. You see in my next notice it was a there was a triggering point in my next notice triggering point uh early breakup of 22 where an actress cheated with a leading man so was was mr depp jealous of Amber being with other men i don't remember that specifically okay. turning to blaustein 18 how you gonna get mad at, at your at your bitch for cheating with the leading man in a movie she in, man? What the fuck, man? Come on, man. Supposed to happen, man. What is what's going on here, man? Supposed to happen. Would have been his word. What he meant by that? The elements were fear, envy, and vigilance. So, Mr. Depp told you something about paranoia. Mm-hmm. Well, as he defined, as he defined it, and his elements of paranoia were fear, envy, and vigilance. Chris Brown trending because Rihanna had a baby. What, what's the next day? 12, 18, 14? Chris Brown and Drake. Ace uh, Rocky wins. Um, and Mr. Depp came in for a session. Mm-hmm. Yes. Patient working. So psychotherapy on phone. It's just possible it was a phone session that, that I didn't mark as a phone session. Uh, big fight with girlfriend yesterday. Uh, struggling with how to separate. Hit the like button on the way in. Let her tell you her feelings. Relationship needs to take care of you. Her to go to a safe Zone withdraw different than childhood experiences. And then uh, it's at one six uh, fifteen, correct? Correct. Um, and what are these notes say? Patient late, twenty minutes. Um, positive hypnotherapy session. Goals to make a beeline to bed. Uh, using relationship to take care of the individuals. Uh, let's see. 
not logical approach to Amber's work. Take care of emotions. Uh, sobriety continuing. And then uh, blasting 20. We move down to the last page. And this uh, is for 1815, just to be clear. 1815, correct. Slate, uh, vulnerability, woman in studio who admired Amber. Threat. What did that mean? What did you understand that? Uh, that probably related to... Hit the like button. That there was a woman who admired her that he felt jealous of. Let's see, the next thing is... something of vulnerability instance instances of vulnerability and internal fear parallel to vulnerability and childhood inability free or fight only way what does that mean free or fight only way free free or fight or free and fight is the only way. And uh, my understanding of that is either to be free of the relationship or fight for it. And positive um, relatedness with Amber through well, dash vulnerability. Did um and and one eight fifteen was the last time you um, saw or spoke to Mr. Depp as a patient, correct? Uh, I believe that's true. Did Mr. Depp describe to you at all how his jealousy would present itself, whether he's jealous of a man or a woman in relation to Amber? It would make him angry. It would make him feel insecure. Your next witness. Your Honor, our next witness is Eric George. He was the attorney for Amber relating to the op-ed. Will you please stay? All right. That dude was like draining the energy. Just listening to him was like draining. Your name for the record? Sure. Eric George, E-R-I-C. Last name is George, G-E-O-R-G. One thing these and court hearings illustrate is the energy of each sure. person, of the energy of different people. Avenue of the Stars, Suite 2800, Motherfuckers Los Angeles, individual energy level. And what is the name of the law firm that you work with? It's Brown, B-R-O-W-N-E, George, Ross, O'Brien, Anaguay, and Ellis. And you are an attorney, Mr. George? I am. I am. And I take it from the name of the firm that you are one of the named partners? I am indeed. Okay. Uh, what are your areas of practice? Litigation, uh, largely in the business and entertainment areas. Have you handled defamation and libel matters? I have. Where are you barred? In other words, where? what states are you a member of the bar? Sure. In California, New York, and Washington, D.C. And are you also a member or barred in the United States Supreme Court? I am. 
can you please tell us where you attended undergraduate and law school? Sure. At Georgetown for Georgetown in the building. What if any service did you have? Hit the like button on the way in. Judiciary Committee. Sure. Uh, in, I'm just pausing to get my dates correct here. Um, in approximately March of 1999, I began service as counsel to the U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee, where I served through uh, about mid-2000. And what, if any, service did you have to the secretary, uh, the legal affairs secretary to the governor, Pete Wilson? Sure. Uh, from about March 1997 to January of 1999, I was counsel to then Governor Pete Wilson, and my specific title was Deputy Legal Affairs Secretary. Have you been recognized for your career achievements since you have been an attorney? Uh, I'll say immodestly, yes, in uh, various ways that uh, lawyers are from time to time in magazines and publications and whatnot. And what, if any, uh, uh, recognition have you received as one of the top 100 attorneys uh, in California? The legal paper annually puts out a list of the top 100 attorneys in California, and I've been fortunate to be selected as one of those uh, for many years. And what, if any, recognition have you had as being a super lawyer in California? Uh, same Super answer, lawyer, except that's I believe it's called Los Angeles Lawyer Magazine. I, I could have that wrong, but again, annually they put out a list Super, of lawyer. Super Lawyers. All right. And are you also a member of the American College of Trial Lawyers? I am. What What is one of the What is the one of the qualifications for becoming? a member being invited to be a fellow of the American College of Trial Lawyers. Sure. So the, the college reaches out to individual lawyers who have distinguished themselves and generally occupy the top 1% of law practice. And it's an organization dedicated to the development of professionalism within the practice of law. I'm going to now turn to Amber Heard, and I'm going to ask you, Mr. George, how long have you known Amber Heard? Um, I have known Amber Heard, gosh, it's got to be a good five years. I'm going to be referring to an op-ed, and I'm going to use the term op-ed. It's obviously an opinion editorial uh, that... Uh, Amber Heard uh, ended up uh, ultimately publishing with the ACLU. And so in the Washington Post, December 18, 2018. Um, so as I go through and ask these questions, I'm going to be using just the term op-ed. Will you be comfortable with me using op-ed and understand it to mean that particular publication on sure. December 18, 2018? Sure. 
So what if any Johnny comfortable did you provide to Mr. Johnny over there comfortable right now? Johnny comfortable. She presented to me a draft of the op-ed and asked for my counsel in terms of reviewing it, uh, editing it, and finalizing it for publication. When is the first time Amber Heard reached out to you in connection with the op-ed and reviewing the op-ed? It was certainly within the time frame of December 6, 2018. In connection with the op-ed, what, if anything, was your objective in representing Amber Heard with respect to the review and revision of the op-ed? I reviewed it and spent some significant time on it to make sure that there would be no meritorious claim that could be brought against her in connection with a defamation or related type of tort claim. And ideally with that in mind, to minimize the possibility of her ever being sued in connection with publishing it. So, Mr. George, I'm going to ask you to take a look at exhibit number nine. Yes. Are you familiar with this document? I am. Please describe what it is. Uh, as its title, it's a judgment of dissolution of the marriage between Amber Heard and Mr. Depp. Were you familiar with this document and its contents when you represented Amber Heard relating to the review of the op-ed? Yes. And what was your objective in representing and advising Amber Heard on the op-ed in connection with this stipulated judgment of dissolution of marriage? So to, uh, my objective was to make sure that there would be no meritorious claim that could be brought against Ms. Heard in connection with the publication of an op-ed whether that is a tort related to, say, defamation or something uh, akin to it, uh, but also including any contract-based breach claim uh, arising in connection with the judgment. And what if any, uh, uh, what if any indications did you have from Amber Heard during that time frame that hit Amber the like button? Did not intend trying to get the twenty likes. Give me the 20 likes before I'm out of here. So let me answer that this way. Uh, really two points. Number one, uh, there was never anything that she said to me to the effect that uh, she was willing to run some risk of being sued or that she wouldn't listen to my counsel or anything of that sort. Uh, number two, that uh, she affirmatively did follow in all instances my counsel with respect to these particular edits. What, if any, legal advice provided by you to Amber Heard respecting the Washington Post op-ed was disregarded by Amber Heard? None, to my knowledge. What, if any, legal advice provided by you to Amber Heard respecting the Washington Post op-ed was followed by Amber, Amber Heard? All of it. What, if any, legal advice did you provide to Amber Heard in connection with the drafting and publication of the op-ed? 
that was not made in good faith by you? I, I acted in good faith throughout and with the best of my abilities. All right, your next witness. <clears throat> yes, Your Honor, we have Jessica Kovacevic. She's uh, Amber's agent, and that's approximately 27 minutes. Why is the last name for me? <laughs> that's a tough one. K-O-V-A-C-E-V-I-C. -E Hit the like button on the way in. Hit the like button. Get the likes to 20. Good afternoon, Ms. Kovacevic. And Ms. Kovacevic, do you know that you are um, here today uh, in your personal capacity and also as a representative of your agency, WME? I do. Hit the Ms. like Kovacevic, button. Uh, what do you do for work? I'm a talent agent. Would you please describe in just very general terms what a talent agent does generally? Generally, you procure work. Um, for your clients, you um, make introductions, you read their scripts, you negotiate their deals. And I take it Ms. Hurd is one of your clients? Yes. Did Ms. Hurd have a successful career at the time you began working with her? Yes. And over the period uh, that you've worked uh, for, with Ms. Hurd as her agent, what have your job responsibilities? Amber's agent is up. Um. Like I mentioned before, introducing her to producers and directors, writers, um, studio executives, um, procuring work for her, uh, introducing her, just introducing her to people that can employ her, and then negotiating her deals, and then dealing with whatever happens on uh, while she is working, anything that arises that needs dealing with. Did you ever, at any point in time, see Mr. Depp? hit Miss Heard? No. Were you working with Miss Heard when she was cast in the original Aquaman? She was cast in I was she was cast in Justice League first and then the deal was to be in Justice League the first Aquaman and the second Aquaman. Did you assist Miss Heard in procuring the role of Mira in Aquaman? Yes. Was Aquaman a successful movie? Extremely. Was Miss Hurd's performance in the film well received critically? Yes. Were there any negative views about Miss Hurd's performance in Aquaman? In the press, you mean? Or what do you I mean? I kinda like this bitch right well, here. Well in the press. I ain't gonna lie. No, there weren't any negative. I kinda like her. Let me see As what she got up her sleeve. Did you attempt to renegotiate Miss Hurd's salary for Aquaman too? Yes. Uh, when did you do that? We did that uh, around this time last year. Why did you attempt to renegotiate it at all? It's standard to uh, renegotiate uh, these types of deals. Uh, it's normal practice. Um, when a movie, I mean, when Aquaman came out, it was the most successful movie of all time ever. Um, so even more so for that reason, but for any successful franchise movie, when you make um, a three or four picture deal like we did um, in success, uh, it's typical to go back and renegotiate the deal. 
And now getting to your point, why did you choose to do it last year at this time? Um, because that's when her option was exercised. And when you did get around to trying to negotiate, um, you and WME successful in doing that? Correct. Uh, when did he call Warner Brothers to renegotiate uh, the next film? Get the likes up. It would have been the end of February last year. I kind of like this bitch, man. I can't find I'm waiting for the negative. What year is that? 2021? Yes. At some point, was there were there press reports that Ms. Heard was getting released from Aquaman 2? There were uh, online rumors for a while that she was being replaced. When did you first hear about those? Um... First, I don't know exactly when, but it's, it was way before. For it was it was way before this. It was maybe even a year before this. Six months before, maybe. So nobody ever told you that Warner Brothers misrepresented the reason that they were replacing Miss Hurd, correct? Why? No. Why would they? Did there come a time when get the lights to twenty five, nigga? was restored to her role in Aquaman 2. Yes. At that time, uh, what were the terms of her restoration to Aquaman 2? The financial terms? Yes. Uh, she was going to be making $2 million on the on the second film. Was that consistent Who with am? the original contract? Yes. So the agent is 10% of that? What uh, Warner Brothers originally Shit. gave us the rationale <laughs> for not using her <laughs> the, the lack of chemistry between her and Jason? Yes. Yes. So it, um, did there come a time when WME came to understand that Jason rebuked that bitch. Uh, lack of chemistry. And Aquaman 2 was diminished in some way. Lack of chemistry. She sent the script. Uh, she was sent the script directly, which is the common practice for these films. You're aware Her hair is bracken. Has a contract with L'Oreal. Amber right? Harris bracken. Yes. I can't find, even no, though she shit on her bed. When she signed that it's the type of bitch that is shit on yes. your bed. What's a Look at her. You would uh, never think she would shit on your bed, would a you? Fake account that's created. You wouldn't to think that. Execute a certain objective. What? She consciously um, shitted on a nigga bed. That's the type of bitch that is. Right there. She thought college. it was funny. Uh, what college did you That attend? shit was funny to her. NYU. What year did you graduate? 2005. What was your major? Damn. Communications. When WME first began working with Ms. Hurd. She loses his case. And he wants that 50. She, had had some Amber gonna be negative. Well was that negative forty seven point five? She was pretty famous. Um, she was within the industry. You could call anyone, and they knew who she was. Um, so she had a, a certain level of of fame. She had starred in movies and shows already by that point. Okay, going back and taking a wider lens you know over the time that you've the several years you've worked for with miss heard how would you characterize the arc of her career 
Um, I would say she was a known actress when I started working with her. Um, I said she was someone that you could call executives and producers and people about everyone, you know, knew her name. Um, she hadn't yet like reached um, big star status, but she was definitely, um, you know, she, she could get the lead of an independent movie. She could get the lead of a TV series. Um, when I worked with her, we, we st slowly started to like strategically, you know, have her work on some more prestigious projects and work with, you know, uh, better directors. And then when she got Justice League, that was a, you know, turning point for her. Um, and then Aquaman, you know, subsequently, um, was obviously the be you know the biggest thing she had ever been a part Keith, of. Keith, you know she ruined that bed. That bed got ruined, bro. That probably was like a luxury bed. And it's, it's the you know it was her career now on the upswing with her being part of Aquaman two. No. Tell me what you mean. Why not? Um, because typically. Um, when you have an actor who is in a movie as successful as that, as Aquaman was, um, their career um, totally changes and they're in a different echelon. They, you know, get way more offers. They're just put in a different place um, position wise with studios. Um, they're more bankable so they can green light projects. Um, all of those kind of things are consistent with when you're in a, a blockbuster of that size. And um, with her, uh, that did not happen. Um, you know, it happened, you know, very significantly for her co-star. Obviously, he's the lead of the film and he's the title character. But um, even, you know, even a small percentage of that did not happen for her. Um, so uh, that's... That's my assessment. What evidence sitting here uh, today do you have that this caused her career any harm? Um, because, the, I mean, the evidence in that, in my experience, in the experience of my colleagues, in, in, in the experience of this business, um, you your career takes a turn after something like that. You're, she was very well received in the movie at the time everyone was very happy with her at the time there was no issues and then to have a complete downturn after that and then have that coincide with constant tweets and negativity put out about her um i don't have a physical piece of paper of evidence but it's the only logical conclusion i can draw can you name a single role she has lost as a result of any activity by Adam Waldman or anyone at his behest? Okay. Um, there was a movie at Amazon that she had been offered um, with Gael Garcia Bernal. I don't know what the, the final um, title of it is called. Now I can look it up. Um, it had a working title at the time. Um, that they um, took away from her. And, um, you know, the lead actor who was a producer on it very much wanted it to be her and was very frustrated with the process. And no one, no one can say um, out loud, we're taking this away from her because, you know, of this bad press, because it's nothing she did. And it's, it's all hearsay and it's all, 
you know, whatever. But there's no other reason. Now, Ms. Kovacevic, you you've testified a bit about Adam Waldman, correct? Correct. And can you point us to any career opportunities that Ms. Heard has lost because of any statements made by Mr. Waldman? I mean, the, the, the Amazon movie, for one, is one that I is tangible because that is an example of something that she had before all of it that was then um, taken away. Um, I know that um, a campaign she shot for Todd's via Katie Slater um, was scrapped and not used. Um, uh, I don't... I, there was not another specific example because, like I said to you, no one is going to say to me, oh, we can't hire her because of these tweets or whatever. They just don't want to hire someone that has bad press around them from, you know, these accusations calling. She shit it in the bed. She did that. She did it. You know, she did that. No one wants that association with their project. She did that. And directing your attention 10 pages into the article, there's a Another quote from Mr. Waldman. Mr. Waldman states in this article. She did that to herself, though. Quote, quite simply. And went to Coachella. A hoax. They set Mr. Depp up by calling the cops, but the first attempt didn't do the trick. The officers came to the penthouses, thoroughly searched and interviewed, and left after seeing no damage to face or property. So Amber and her friends spilled a little wine and roughed the place up, got their stories straight under the direction of a lawyer and publicist, and then placed a second call to 911, end quote. Did I read that correctly? It just shows the top part of that on this page, but the top part was, was correct. Okay. Did any uh, potential, did, was W... Emmy aware of Adam's statement, Mr. Waldman's statements in this particular article? Yes. Now, you testified a little bit earlier about there being tweets from Adam. I assume you were talking, you were referring to Adam Waldman. Is that correct? Yes. And, and what, if any, impact did it have on Amber Heard's career and career path to have Mr. Depp's lawyer? putting out statements in the press and in tweets that Amber Heard was lying, making things up, creating a hoax of abuse. I think that his comments spurred on, uh, it just added fuel to the fire. So there was already so much media coverage. And that's what you observed? That's what I observed. I'm going to take you to Aquaman, and I'll call it Aquaman 1 just to make it a little bit easier to understand. What if any performance issues were raised with Amber Heard by anyone uh, that was responsible for the filming of Aquaman? No performance issues raised whatsoever. And what was your understanding of how Amber tested with the audiences in Aquaman? My understanding was that she tested extremely well. And, and this is an Aquaman has reflected all the markers of a very successful movie at this point? Yes. You testified earlier that it's quite typical when you have a series of three to four uh, films in a, in a franchise or a series uh, to be able to renegotiate as you go into the sequels. Do you recall that testimony? Yes. Okay. And why is that? 
Um, because you make the initial deals, um, you know, uh, before the movie has done, you know, well. Um, and then when the movie overperforms like that, it's just, it's a custom. In light of the success of Aquaman, uh, would you expect that Amber Heard would be receiving endorsements as of this time? Yes. And, and what is the typical uh, what is the typical process that happens after someone has starred in a very successful movie such as Aquaman and Amber with Mira? The endorsement department would um, a combination of offers and then. Um, seeking out offers that uh, seeking out opportunities now given amber's career trajectory leading up to and immediately after the success of aquaman one did you expect her career to go on an upward downward trajectory or stay the same i expected an upward trajectory and why is that because in success of a film like that it's it's usually always the case and immediately after the successes of Aquaman, would you have expected Amber's annual earnings to increase, decrease, or stay the same compared to the previous five years? I would have expected them to increase. And why is that? Because her um, her profile had been raised internationally. She was in a movie that was successful worldwide. And when you are in a movie that performs that well worldwide. Your bankability is is stronger. Um, you can finance an independent film more easily. You can uh, greenlight a film more easily. Um, you can just do more and for more money. Do you recall what the budget was for Aquaman? The first one? Um, I don't know. It would have been probably somewhere between uh, 150 and 200 million. Immediately after the success of Aquaman, would you have expected Ms. Heard to continue to earn at least the fee she made on Aquaman on future big budget studio firms or less or more? You, um, that becomes an actor's quote, um, their fee. Bargain market. Um, and, uh, yes, typically like you will then oh, earn your, not on a tiny independent film, you're, you couldn't make that much money on that, but okay, I, I um, another studio film, another film at a streamer or whatever, something like that, you would make that much or potentially get a raise. Other than Aquaman 2, has Amber obtained any roles with a budget the size of Aquaman's? No. Has she been hired for any films with budgets over $100 million? No. Immediately after the success of Aquaman, would you expect the success of Aquaman and her starring role in that film to increase her ability to get more movie studios uh, to be interested in her, decrease or stay the same? Increase. And did it? No. Would you expect her uh, to get more TV roles? Objection. Yeah. And why? Why? Um, because um, I mentioned earlier um, in the conversation, um, you know, TV and, and films are so blended now and there's much less of a delineation between picking projects between film and TV. 
And did Amber receive more TV roles as a result of Aquaman, the success of Aquaman? No. Immediately after the success of Aquaman, would you have expected Amber to star in more than one project per year, less or the same? It depends. If it was a big, you know, Aquaman takes up six months of the year. Big movies take up longer time. Indies, you can do a couple of them a year. It just depends. So I, I wouldn't put an, a number on it, but definitely um, more than zero. And has Amber started more than one project per year since then? No. Immediately after the success of Aquaman, did you expect Amber to earn between five and $10 million a year for the next five years? I would have expected to renegotiate on Aquaman too, most certainly. Um, and so right there, um, that, that would have been significantly more. And um, she would have, yes, I would have expected her to earn more in a combination of TV, film, and more endorsements. Was it your understanding that WME passed on to L'Oreal suggestions to assist them in being able to block some of the harassing uh, Instagrams they were getting at that time? Yes. All right. Let's bring up 30 again, please. Now, did in fact L'Oreal suspend having Amber Heard on the International Women's Day campaign? Yes. What the conditions were for for the for the renewal? Um, it was just essentially that they were renewing her. Um, uh, I it was the same fee. Um, that was the, the the bulk of it. It wasn't you know like an, a raise, um, but they were extending her. Okay. And typically, coming out of the success of Aquaman, would you have anticipated that Amber could have? negotiated larger fees for commercial projects? Yes, we would. Okay, and why would that be? Because her profile had been raised. She was, you know, um, she had done something super successful. So in typically that's what you would do. That would just be the standard practice. When did you first learn about the change.org petition that was out there to try to get Amber Heard dropped from Aquaman 2. I don't know when I first saw it. Uh, were you aware of it as of May 27, 2020? Yes. You earlier uh, talked about bots in response to one of Mr. Chu's uh, um, questions. What, if anything, was your understanding of these bots at this time, during this time frame? My understanding is just based off my own um, mainly based off my own research, just clicking on the, the accounts myself um, and then discussing it amongst the team. And, and what did you learn when you did that? Just as I would go through, you know, daily, just looking at comments or, uh, you know, just the negative comments. Clicking on them, many of them were just kind of accounts made for this kind of commentary or just accounts that just had you know no followers no no posts nothing um or following just amber and johnny things like that and, and i'm sorry and so what did you 
learn from clicking on to those that led you to believe they were bots? They weren't consistent with uh, what I know to be uh, actual Instagram accounts. When you look to set a career trajectory for an actor who just broke out in a major franchise film, would you look to other comparable actors' careers to ascertain what type of acting jobs they could get? I, I, I mean, I've been doing this job for, you know, um, quite some time, so I, I don't necessarily look to one or the other. But in general, when someone is in, you know, what was at the time the most successful film ever released, um, the natural progression is growth and more films more you know more work more money all of that stuff and when you say the most successful film ever you're referring to aquaman one correct correct okay um are comparable actor salaries used in your mind to ascertain the asking price for an actor in a similar film are comparable actor salaries used in your mind to ascertain the asking price for an actor in a similar film yes would you consider Anna de career to be comparable to Amber's in measuring where Amber would have been after Aquaman 1? Anna de Armas, yes. I would say that would be a, a, a comparable, um, that would be a good comp. Aquaman trending number one now. <laughs> Is that what you have for today? That's it. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our, our day and the end of our week. Um, so... I want to make sure you have a good oh, we're not three going days. Up tomorrow. Come back for our last week of we testimony. We gotta wait till Monday uh, and uh, enjoy your weekend. I just want to remind you again of uh, we gotta wait we till Monday. To remember as we go through the weekend, okay? So you're not to read anything oh, about man. this case. They gotta, we gotta to wait till Monday. You're not to listen to anything about the case. Damn. This applies to television, newspapers, magazines, the internet. Aquaman trending number one. Further, you're not to read, watch, or listen to anything about this case on any social media networking site or streaming service. In addition, you must not communicate with anyone about the case, whether in person, over the phone, by email, text, or instant messaging, or by any other electronic or non-electronic means. This includes your fellow jurors, friends, family, co-workers, acquaintances. Jason Moma said there's no lack, there's lack of chemistry. I, I don't, I, there's no chemistry. Or by any other means. For example, you cannot look information up on the internet that is related to this case or related to the persons involved in this case, nor may you consult dictionaries or other reference materials. What you learn about this case is limited to what you learn in the four walls of this courtroom when proceedings are underway. All right? So enjoy your weekend. We'll see you early, 9 o'clock, ready to go on Monday morning, okay? Thank you. Jason Moma said he didn't want her to be in it. That's the that's the that's the that's the star. That's the one who who made Aquaman go up. He didn't want her in it. He didn't want he didn't want her in it, man. That's it. He didn't want her in it. He didn't want her in it, man. Jason Moma didn't want her in it because he felt he he picked up. Jason Moma picked up on the negative energy of the bitch and was like, I don't want her in it. We got to get a different mirror or we got to tone down the mirror role. I didn't like, I didn't like working with her. I probably could have been a better Aquaman without her. 
the star gets to call a shot, though. Like, you know, the star calls the shot. The star calls the shot, guys. If the star don't want you in it, you're not in it. So that's what it is. Salute to the process, man. Aquaman is trending number one, and Jason Moma is now trending because of them talking on this trial. Blessings. Hey, I appreciate everybody tapping in. Mike check, yo. All right. I guess that's about it, huh? That concludes the festivities. How long was we going? Another three hours. Three hours. Let me see. Well, I feel like uh, Amber scored some points today. I ain't going to even lie, man. Amber came in with the statistical analysis and the hair and shit. You know what I'm saying? She had her hair bracken. You know what I mean? Um, What can we do? You know? Um... Jason didn't want her in it, man. Jason's the star. Five snug ways. What's up with it? Jason's the star. He didn't want her in it. He don't want her in it. But Amber came through today with the with the with the swirl it with the braid with the neck showing. You know what I'm talking about? She came through strong. She didn't back down. She's a strong bitch. The shit in the bed. But if you shit in the bed, if you shit in the bed, if you shit in the bed, right? If you shit in the bed and... You shit in the bed of of the of a of the number one celebrity in the world, the most famous actor in the world, Johnny Depp. You shit in the bed, and then he goes out 
and tells people that you shit in the bed and the world finds out that you shit in the bed, you might not get no films. You feel me? You might not get no films in the future, bitch. It doesn't matter how good you was. And then the star of the film says, I didn't have no chemistry with this bitch. I don't want her around me. Let's get a new bitch in here. Then if I'm the producer of the film, if I have anything to do with the film, we're going to get a new bitch in there. Because Jason said he, he didn't like this bitch. Jason was like, I don't like this bitch. I don't like her. I heard she shit in the bed. And I fuck with Johnny Depp. I fuck with Jack Sparrow. And while I was working with this bitch, I noticed that she was shitty. Just like how she shit in the bed. So I don't want her in Aquaman 2 like that. Let's tone it down. Let's get some, let's down the numbers. I don't want her in it like that. I'm not fucking with this bitch. You know what I'm talking about? I don't like her. But she's a beautiful bitch. She's a beautiful. She looked good today. Didn't she look good? You couldn't even imagine that that bitch shit in the bed. Think about that. Man, y'all just don't feel. Y'all don't feel the ball smack topsoil, man. I'm so. The ball smack topsoil is. Uh, you know, let me. You know. I just got to say, man, on some real shit. You know. I just got to say that, you know, my position is like alpha masculinity is trending. What's going on? Why is that trending? And it's good. Alpha masculinity is a good thing. Really trending out there right now. But anyway, um, you know, the ball smack topsoil, man, you know, these are my feelings, man. You know, I'm 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 the type of motherfucker that's like a bitch could be beautiful. A bitch could be beautiful, magnificent. When you look at her, you could be like, oh, my God, my heart is touched. She's beautiful. She's an angel of light. Look at that bitch. Her skin is so beautiful. She's so soft. Her features are so symmetrical. Her hair, her fingernails, her feet, everything is beautiful. Look at this bitch. And that bitch do one foul thing. That snapped me out of that. I see some fuck. I hear some fucked up words out of bitch mouth. I see a fucked up face after some words with spider bitch. You know what I'm saying? If I see some fucked up shit, if you understand me, I'm not giving passes. You feel me? What bitch say some crazy shit? A bitch could be beautiful. Say some brazy shit. What, bitch? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for bringing me. Thank you for. Thank you for awakening. Thank you for awakening. Awakening the Mac within, bitch. Bitch. Oh, thank you, bitch. What you just say, bitch? What? Get out. Get out the car, bitch. Go home. Let's date over. Whatever, bitch. It's over, bitch. Whatever we was doing, we finished. It's done, bitch. A bitch shit in the bed, bitch. You, man, bitch. It would be impossible for my dick to get hard for a bitch ever again in life. You understand me? If I heard about that shit, if I was like Jason, I'd be like, what? She shit in the bed. I knew it was. I felt that bullshit when I was fucking with her. Hell yeah, bitch. We, bitch, we done, bitch. Bitch, we done. Bitch, you ain't in the movie no more, bitch. But anyway, man, that's my rant summation, man. Nigga, I ain't gonna lie, man. Nigga probably come back and do have to do another podcast tonight, man. Might do another one tonight. I don't know. But I'm gonna end it off right here, man. I did a little three hours, man. We gotta end it out. Three hours of streaming, man. Shit is, you know. We gotta do some ball smack streetwear right now. Blessings. That's no wrong thing. Shit. The outro. I'm getting, I gotta eliminate all the streaming mistakes I'm making. I'll just be keep on making streaming mistakes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming out. The Top Mac Nigga Show is a Ball Smack Industries production.